Blog Talk Radio. Eagle Luck and Grand Ben Turbo, they're hitting the wire three across. It's an upset for the ages as Trevor Henry and Eagle Luck have captured the Molson pace. Foiled again, keeping one to West at bay, but he's coming again. Stonebridge Terror on the far outside, a great finish in the face. Stonebridge Terror and one, the West. Don't foiled again, just gave them the slip. He opened up four and he's long gone. Third time the charm for Foiled again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Into the home stretch, here comes Clear Vision. They're a deep stretch now. Razzle dazzle, Foiled again, Clear Vision, three across to the wire, Foiled again. Treasurer, Foiled again, their heads apart. Better than Cheddar's dying for racing room. Keystone Velocity, deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's gonna win it. Left to go. This is Foiled again being awesome. It's awesome being Foiled again. Apprentice Hanover may have him. Here's State Treasurer foiled again. Apprentice Hanover, State Treasurer. Eighth of a mile left to go. Time to show him if you got him. All bets off still there. State Treasurer may have gotten him. Even in the pleasure punching through. Three across. State Treasurer. History in the Molson page. Blue chip. Could this be the one for Mark? Outside even at a pleasure. All bets off in McWicket. Sun. Fire blue chip for the upset. Evening of pleasure at Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson Pace Shocker 150 and 3 track record. That just happened. Coverage of the 2017 Molson Pace from Western Fair is brought to you by Bet America. Play the Bet America way. The Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment, home of the Hambletonian, the Stable.ca, the affordable way to own a racehorse. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack, visit runaces.com. New vocations, make your next horse an X racehorse. Hoosier Park Racing and Casino, home of the 2017 Breeders' Crown Championships. Embroidery Unlimited, your home for all of your embroidery needs. And the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Catch Sunsteak Saturday on July 1st. In 2016, Even at a Pleasure pulled off a monumental upset as driver Mark McDonald had to once again vie for minor spoils. In 2017, Mark McDonald looks to seek revenge with some fire blue chip once again against a very competitive field. Champion Night Pro makes his stakes return as well tonight after suffering an injury after the Molson pace in 2014 to try to seek some revenge as well. Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, is proud to present the 2017 Molson Pace, live from Western Fair Raceway in London, Ontario. And Mike, I got to tell you, we almost have seen a track record just now in, a, in Ontario Sire Stakes Gold Company. We had a 153 mile, and uh, it's been a big night so far. How are things uh, down there in Maryland? We're sorry you can't be here to join us. 
Well, I'll tell you, I'm certainly jealous. You guys sound like you're just having a good old time, but that is fantastic. I'll be man in the studios. Mike, you'll kind of be the ring general out there directing traffic, as we always do in this kind of setting. Of course, it's live radio, and we're on a remote, which means that we have some very, very good help. Mike, we are in very good hands for this year's uh, Molson Pace live broadcast here on Post Time with Mike and Mike.com, presented by Bet America. Mike, why don't you introduce our fine broadcast crew that we'll be hearing a lot from this evening? Yeah, we've got a very good broadcast crew joining us again uh, after joining us at the Meadowlands, our friend Garnett Barnsdale, the daily racing for handicapper. Listen, Garnett, so far, the uh, Brett Miller gave some good, uh, good tips about the uh, track already. And so far, speed has been holding up, or at least that's the way it seems. Absolutely, Mike. So far, speed and in inside posts uh, seem to be holding up very well. So we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I mean, they've only raced five races so far. Sorry, six. six. Yep. And we're going to the seventh. So there's not that many to go. And so far, uh, I haven't seen too many horses advance on the outside. So you might be wanting to look to inside posts in this Molson pace. That seems to be where most of the contenders sit anyways. And also joining the broadcast team is our good friend and youngest member. We're not, we're not too proud to say this because Garnett, she makes us look a little bit old. But as the youngest member of our broadcast team, as they pass uh, some T-shirts out here in the grandstand, Jessica and Jessica, you came all the way from Michigan for this event. And, of course, there is a Michigan horse in Night Pro. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what you know about Night Pro, and uh, welcome back. We're glad to have you join us. My name right to start the show off. <laughs> and second of all, I'm super excited to be here. It's my first Molson Pace. Um, I don't know a ton about Night Pro. I just know that he might be the winner tonight because he's my pick because he's from Michigan. So you better watch out for us because us Michigan people are taking over. All right. That was Jess Cotton, who is joining our program again after the Breeders' Crown. And uh, Jessica's done some fine work for us. Garnett's done some fine work for us. And uh, Mike, we're sitting here oh, as we're talking. Mike and I both alive, or excuse me, Garnett and I alive to a very lucrative pick for us after having uh, there uh, with the 9 to 1. Yeah, and, what you, and you're going to hear a lot of uh, crowd reaction in the background, Mike. In, in a moment, I'll have you explain uh, exactly your crowd location because you are in the middle of uh, just uh, what's going to be a raucous crowd. Obviously, from everything you've told me, the crowd is definitely big. But before we go any further, Mike, I do want to uh, remind everybody of the second chance promotion that BetAmerica.com is uh, having here tonight. On all the races at Western Fair, not only the big race, the Molson Pace, but all the races at Western Fair, if you wager up to $20, all you have to do is finish second. If you finish second, you get your money back. Of course, if you win, you get your money. That is a great promotion that's going on all night long at BetAmerica.com. So if you do not have an account or if you haven't wagered with BetAmerica.com in a while or if you wager all the time, this is certainly a great deal to take advantage of. Also, Mike, you're giving away an Aaron Merriman whip, and it's very easy to win. Yeah, definitely. We're going to tweet out about that here in just a little bit. Um, you have until 1030. Use hashtag Molson Pace if you're on track with a photo of yourself, and we've got a Aaron Merriman whip to give away uh, later on this evening. Absolutely. Well, let's take our first time out of the night. When we come back, we'll set the stage on the Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We'll be back in just a moment. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. 
Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward point state restrictions. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 equine census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. And we're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, Garnet Barnsdale, and Jessica Gotten joining us on this broadcast as well. Race 7 is getting ready to go. Mike, there's only a few minutes to the post. Race 6 was just in the books. Uh, obviously, the uh, big Molson Banks is coming up at race number 12, and that's what we're all here for. And uh, you're not too long away from getting our first guest, Mike. I guess you've got Jordan Stratton wandering the grandstands looking for you somewhere. So we're going to hear from Jordan definitely. in just a few minutes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Garnett, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about this race? You know, I think um, the eight horse, April Bandit, is being a little bit overbet here. She's four to five, partly because she has Louis uh, Philippe Wad driving. But if you look at her past performances, 
she needs the lead to win, and I don't know if she can get it from the second tier here. I think there's a couple of horses that merit a look. EL Avenger, uh, big odds from the inside. Won one of these races three starts back at the distance, now gets the rail, and three Sports Illustrator at 5-1 to one, I kind of like uh, off his off last start, which was much better. Then you got... Garnet, uh, Mike. Go ahead, Garnet. Well, you got Ginger with Doug McNair here. Broke last time. Typically shows speed and uh, is coming off a claim 7-2 to two from the 4-hole. So I think there's lots of options other than the even-money choice from the 8-hole who... We don't. You don't know if she's ever going to make the front or not. Garnett, it's Mike Bozich here back in the uh, post time with Mike and Mike Studios. You know, you've written an article, and I've, obviously everybody has seen the driving talents of Louis Philippois, who's a driving at Western Fair tonight. Tell us a little bit about this young man. How special is he? You know what I noticed first, and I did a couple of features on him probably maybe three, four months ago when he was first starting to get hot at uh, Mo- at Woodbine. Sorry is that he's so humble and uh, likable. And, you know, he deflects uh, basically saying, you know, you need a good horse to win and all that kind of stuff. He seems, he seems just so level-headed and smart. And I think that, uh, that speaks to his results, really. Joined by Garnett Barnsdale, Jess Scott, and also on a broadcast team, Mike Carter as well. They're live at Western Fair. Um, obviously, Garnett, uh, we talked a little bit about how the track was uh, playing before, but maybe for those of you uh, just turning in that may want to wager a little bit on BetAmerica.com, the rest of the Western Fair card, can you tell us once again how the track is playing in your eyes tonight? So far, it's playing really well to front-end speed and inside posts. Haven't seen too many horses advance on the outside. Um, you, you want to be really close to the front, I think. They've got this track really fast. You've seen in the last race, uh, there was almost a track record set. So I think you need to be close to the front to have a shot here. And one of the things that people may not realize about Western Fair Garnet is their starting positions of each individual horses. Now, are they six or seven across, Garnet? Seven across. Hey, uh, Seven Mike, across with to, the eight and the nine Mike, trailer. Mike, go ahead. I hate to interrupt you, but it's a mile and a 16th race. They are going to the gate for race number seven here at the raceway. Let's set it upstairs to track it out there. Shannon Sugar Doyle for the live call of race number seven from Western Fair. Getting set to go post-word here at the full field of nine going in behind for the race seven super high five event, the starting gate. It picks up speed. Here they come. Go time. And they're off. Living out passion quiz race with our twisted fantasy. They're one, two into the first turn. E.L. Avenger riding up close to be third. Ginger got the call. She's moving out there in the fourth as they bend through the opening turn. Passion quiz race. Got the open bridle. She's got the open road, but she's got company early. Dark Twisted Fantasy here at 30 to 1 for Trevor Henry driving on. Dark Twisted Fantasy trying to clear against Passion Quiz Race up on the outside to take third is Ginger. 28 seconds. Clock for the opening quarter mile. Eventful opening quarter mile. Ginger now mounting a challenge against the long shot leader. Dark Twisted Fantasy. Passion Quiz Race racing at a third. Now second over move in the fourth is the 6 to 5 favorite April Bandit and Roth. And now getting shuffled at a fifth, E.L. Avenger. 
making a move to the outside in six as they come down in front of us was Honeymaker. Settled on the outside for Sports Illustrator, Marina Desby, and trailing Harley Hollywood. 57 seconds flat was the halftime, and April Bandit takes off. April Bandit made the front and puts three lengths now on Ginger, who's all alone in second. Dark Twisted Fantasy backing up abruptly here. As they go down the backside, April Bandit by three. Make it four now. Ginger is second. Coming on to take third with Sports Illustrator, Marina Desby. Just took fourth. Fifth and on the inside was Honeymaker. Three quarters up in 125 and three. Final turn action now for Louis Fittibois and April Bandit. Racing for a place. Sports Illustrator against Ginger. Marina Desby's all alone in fourth. Clinging to fifth. Passing quiz race. Down the stretch they come. April Bandit still won. April Bandit on top, and she's pacing away. April Bandit does not disappoint at 6-5. to five. Ginger held second. Sports Illustrator third. Then Marina Desby. Passing quiz race rounds out the high five. So it was April Bandit, Louis Fittipois, on board for the trainer Richard Morrow. Covering a mile and a sixteenth and a snappy two oh two and two. Two oh two and two for winner number eight, April's Bandit and Louis Filebois. And Garnett, real quick before we bring our next guest in, speed held up once again. He did kinda of have to come from off the pace. This is a mile and a sixteenth. And uh, you know, he waited a little bit and made his move and uh, closed on. Yeah, it was a bit of a brush and crush there. I had I had some doubts uh, how the race would go, but Louie played it perfectly, let a couple go, clear to the front, and once he made his move, it was pretty much over once he made the front. All right. Thank you, Garnett. We're going to bring in now a, a good friend of ours and driver Jordan Stratton. And Jordan, you drive Bit of a Legend in the 12th race, the Molson Pace. Talk to us a little bit about Bit of a Legend year. He was, kind of had a slow start to the year, and then he really came back to winning ways. In the Levy final, he was fourth. And then against open company at Yonkers, he was third last time. How is he coming into this race? He really got fit halfway through the Levy series, and I was really happy with him in the final. You know, it worked out to where I was uh, third or fourth over. It's just a terrible trip. Actually, looking back now, if I would have just rode the rail, I probably would have won the race. But going for that kind of money, it's kind of hard to do that. But, you know, last week he, he hasn't really done much since the, the Levy final, and Pete was a little conservative with him, and we were just kind of pointing him towards this race. Now, two starts back in the Levy final, you talked about the trip, and, you know, you had to come first up, and you had to go three wide uh, towards the end of the race. He just didn't seem like, you know, he liked the trip, obviously. It was a very, very tough trip. What kind of a trip are you going to try to get with him tonight? You know, I've gone back and watched replay after replay of this big race, and it seems like you just go as far and as fast as you can. You know, there's no passing lane here. And all the horses seem to be out early. I've got the rail, and I, I hope to use it. Now, Jordan, you've got some horses to your outside and one horse behind you in Night Pro. And obviously, a bit of a legend's got some speed, but Night Pro, as we all know, has got some speed. The question is going to be, if Night Pro comes to the outside, you know, let's just say at the three-quarter marker, does a bit of a legend have enough speed to be able to fight him off? Yeah, he's actually really, really good on the front. You know, we're at Yonkers with the longest stretch. It's not always in my best interest to use him so hard early. You know, I like to have him finish in strong at the wire. But with this track, it seems like the front end holds up really good. And like I said, we got the best spot, and we're going to use it. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit already on the show. The front end is currently holding up. Is that is that benefit bit of a legend? Yeah, absolutely. You know, with the, the turn coming so quick, you know, maybe he's not the fastest off the gate, but having the rail and, and going right in that turn, he can just keep going forward. 
All right, Jordan, good luck to you in the Molson pace, buddy. All right, thank you very much. Yep. That was Jordan Stratton, who drives a bit of a legend, Mike. And listen, if the speed holds up like it has all night, he could definitely uh, be a contentious uh, leader and possibly winner. Well, certainly, Mike, the post draw uh, absolutely helps. A uh, winner of a George Morton Levy League three starts back was a tough trip fourth. Really didn't have too much position in the final coming off of a good tightener back in the 20th at Yonkers after a month off. And the, the post position draw here certainly has to play favorable. Right now, he is, uh, well, he is the two to one morning line favored. Rocket and Heaven starts from post two at eight to one for Dr. Ian Moore and Trevor Henry. Brett Miller, of course, will drive number three, clear vision at five to two. Fool me once. Red driver Doug McNair and the trainer Richard Moreau, 7-2. Evening of pleasure. How can we forget that race call? One of the best race calls that uh, certainly I have ever heard in my lifetime. The winner of last year's uh, Molson pace is 10-1 morning line. Sunfire Blue Chip starting from post six. Hey, Mike. The trainer Jimmy Tank, the driver Mark McDonald. Hey, Mike. Uh, rock and run is seven. Hold on one second. And eight is night pro. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but we did have a disqualification just now. Number four uh, in this race. Ginger has been disqualified for a pylon violation, so has been disqualified from second and uh, disqualified. That's going to be 8-3-4-9, 8-3-4-9, the new call. Okay, so no, none of you guys got hurt on that uh, disqualification, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. We actually had all four horses. Okay, very good. By the way, uh, our pick fours are coming up. So uh, the pick four starts at race number nine. We still have a race before that race eight. So uh, for the pick four, which starts at race nine, you can log on to our website, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You can get everybody's pick four. We have about the six or seven experts on there. It's right on the front page of our website. Log on, posttimewithmikeandmike.com, and make sure you get those wagers in at uh, betamerica.com. But once again, Mike, just a tremendous, tremendous promotion tonight on betamerica.com all throughout the rest of the card at Western Fair. It's that second chance opportunity. Mike, why don't you tell everybody about it? Yeah, the second chance opportunity through Bet America. You can wager up to a $20 win bet with our friends at Bet America. And if your horse wins, you're a winner. If your horse runs second, guess what? You're getting your money back. You couldn't ask for wow. a better promotion, uh, Mike. Meet people like me and you who are show betters. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a good promotion for us. Absolutely not. And if you're in the vicinity, if you're on your way to Western Fair, or if you're listening to us uh, via post time with Mike and Mike.com on uh, your smartphone, we're going to be giving away an Aaron Merriman whip in uh, the not too distant future. Mike, why don't you tell them how they could go about winning? Yeah, if you uh, use the hashtag Molson Pace, take a picture of yourself and tweet at us. We will uh, pick one winner at 1030 or so, and we will give you an Aaron Merriman whip. And, Mike, I've also got a post time with Mike and Mike hat here that I can give away with it as well. There you go. And once again, if uh, you follow Aaron Merriman on uh, Twitter or Facebook, Aaron was really concerned about this promotion because he really is concerned about (laughs) the number of people that are up there north of the border that are Aaron Merriman fans. So please – Please show your support, because uh, if there's only like one or two people, then Aaron's uh, feelings are going to get really, really hurt. So by all, please just make Aaron feel good. He was really conscious about this, wasn't he, Mike? Yeah, he was. Uh, He was on Twitter (laughs) saying people uh, people didn't love him that much. And, uh, you know, let's show uh, Aaron Merriman a little bit of love. 
Absolutely. We're going to take a time out. We've got more from Western Fair. Race 8 is coming up. Of course, the big one is in race 12. The pick 4 is starting in race 9. Just so much more ahead. We've got a special on Night Pro that we're going to play uh, probably around the top of the hour. So, plus, we are going to have numerous guests. Jessica Otten is uh, scouring the paddock. She'll also do some Winter Circle interviews as well. So, you're not going to want to miss it. Just a big, big night up ahead. And we're certainly appreciative of you joining us on this edition, this special edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, live from Western Fair. Two million dollars in purses. One unforgettable night. It's Sunstake Saturday at the Downs at the Weekend Sun Pocono on Saturday, July 1st. The best of the best make their way to Northeast Pennsylvania for this prestigious night of racing with the Earl Beale Jr. Memorial Trot, the James Lynch Philly Pace, the Max Hemp Memorial Pace, and the Ben Franklin Free for All Pace. Post time is 6.30 p.m. Fans can enter now for a chance to meet Wiggle and Jiggle and his connections on Eliminations Night, June 24th. Email your entry and why you want this experience to meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com. That's meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com by June 14th. Sunstake Saturday, July 1st at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Don't miss it. Mike Bozich back in the post time with Mike and Mike Studios. Post time with Mike and Mike is brought to you by Bet America. Uh, we're about uh, eight minutes or so away from race number eight. Of course, race 12 is the big one, uh, the Molson Pace. So we'll have all that coverage coming up for you for the next two and a half hours or so. Mike Carter and crew live on location at Western Fair. And Mike Carter is standing by with a very special guest, our good buddy Greg Blanchard. Mike, take it away. Yeah, we're standing by with Raceway Manager Greg Blanchard. And, Greg, i got to talk real quick. As Foiled again gets ready to pass us the roar from this crowd just a minute ago when he came by. It was absolutely amazing. What's it like to have Foiled again race here once again? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, the history that uh, he has at this track and, uh, you know, throughout North America. And he's got a fan following. And, yeah, I mean, he's just here going his warm-up mile. And, and the crowd's recognizing him and, and cheering for him. So it kind of sends chills up your back. Now, Greg, you guys have a lot going on tonight. You have a hashtag on Twitter. Talk to us a little bit about some of the promotions that are going on currently and about your Twitter hashtag. Well, it kind of started uh, when people arrived tonight. We've got our big uh, annual uh, Molson Pace 8-foot cake. <laughs> we give that away to people. Uh, I think something like five or 600 slices, and uh, that's a complimentary offering as people come in. We've got scratch and win programs, so thousands of prizes to be won there. Uh, you know, we do our T-shirts, tosses, ball caps. Even uh, some OSS flip-flops new this year, uh, you know, and then, of course, uh, uh, the, the betting promotions that we have on uh, throughout some of the ADWs and here on track as well. And uh, and uh, just trying to create a, a fun atmosphere, and uh, I, I think we do that where people can come on out, enjoy great racing, uh, grab a cold drink and uh, some good food, and uh, just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Now, Greg, you guys have a fantastic crowd here so far. And the track is lightning fast. Uh, two races ago, we uh, almost had a track record. It was one-fifth off the track record. What makes this track and everything about it so good? Well, uh, we've got a great track crew. I mean, I wouldn't trade them for anybody. I mean, there are you know, obviously a lot of great track people uh, throughout Canada and the U.S. for that matter. But uh, 
our guys work hard to take a lot of pride in it. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll watch that weather forecast all week and they'll, uh, they'll kind of play it according to that. And they had it uh, ready to go tonight. And, and of course we've got great horses, uh, here as well. So when you put it all together in a pretty nice night, weather wise, that's you're going to see some big miles. And I think we'll see that tonight, of course, in the multiple. Yeah, Greg, obviously it's a little cool out, but it hasn't taken away from the speed. You guys have done a fantastic job. Thank you for everything. And uh, we appreciate you letting us come and do the show. Well, we're glad to have you here. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you come back again. All right. That was Greg Blanchard, the raceway manager here at Western Fair, the district, uh, London, whatever you call it, Mike Bozich. Uh, it's got a bunch of different names, it seems like. But I tell you what, the fanfare here is great. The promotions are great, and everybody has been fantastic so far. Yeah, and certainly sounds like they set you up in a great location. Just fantastic guys, uh, Greg Blanchard and, of course, Sugar Doyle, and they've both been very, very good with their time in the lead-up to the Molson Pace, which, of course, is race number 12 tonight. I guess we're about four or five minutes or so away from race number eight, but, Mike, I understand you've got another very special guest stopping by at the broadcast location. Listen, we're full of interviews today. we got driver Matt Kikaley with us now, and, Matt, you just saw Foiled again go by, and the roar from this crowd the first time he went by was absolutely amazing. What's it going to be like to drive the $7 million man tonight? Uh, it's always a special uh, special seat sitting behind him. He's a, he's a special horse, that's for sure, and I'm, you know we're going to put a good show on for these guys. Now, Foiled again has been kind of hit or miss this year, obviously we all know, but he did win a race four starts back at Yonkers and non winners of 15000 Tonight he faces easier company than he would normally face. How did he look out there warming up to you, and what do you think your chances are with him? Uh, I actually drove him that night at Yonkers when he won, and he was he was super. I was I was impressed. You know, he's obviously lost a few steps, but he's as game as they come, and he was, he was really, really good that night. I was impressed, and, you know, he looked good tonight, so I expect a good experience good uh, performance too now in the Olsen pace you drive rock and run unfortunately you drew post seven you're on the far outside speed it definitely looks like it's been favoring tonight can rock and run get off the gate from the outside he can but there's a lot of speed in there um you know i think my my best option is just hope hope they mix it up enough for me to get involved somehow um i don't see me you know five wide around the first turn that's not <laughs> going to uh, be a very good yeah. idea for me so uh you know we're going to hope for a lot of a lot of uh, heat up front and, you know, then battle it out a little bit and maybe I can get in the flow and, you know, things will fall apart and I can pick up the pieces. Matt, we certainly appreciate you taking time to join us. Good luck in both races here tonight. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That was driver Matt Kikeli, Mike, and uh, he drives Rock and Run. You heard what he said. There's a lot of speed in the race. Rock and Run's got speed, but he doesn't want to get caught five wide around that first turn, and I can't really say I blame him. Absolutely. That turn comes very, very quickly. And guys, as we mentioned, as we were talking to uh, Garnet Barnesdale about uh, for those of you wagering at Western Fair, we're hoping there's a lot of you that are wagering at Western Fair for the first time through BetAmerica.com. Of course, that's where you want to wager uh, because you get that great uh, second chance promotion. But they start seven across at Western Fair, which is unlike uh, really except for a fair track, uh, unlike any other uh, half-mile track in the country because you have the trailers in eight, and then when you have nine horses, you have two trailers back there. So it can get very interesting, like when you talk about race strategies and how the race is going to shape up. And I'm sure somebody like Matt Kikaley has been around the block uh, who really hasn't driven rock and roll all that much, Mike. Uh, he has to be aware of it. Yeah, definitely, Matt. Uh, you know, he's experienced enough, and he knows uh, knows what's going on. Mike, race number eight is entering the racetrack. Garnett and I are going to go through the field real quick. 
It's the first race. Uh, we covered race seven, but race eight is the first one we're going to cover. And the one is play and deliver. Play and deliver is coming off a fourth place effort in the city of London. It's sort of a, had a tough time this uh, season so far. It's kind of an outsider at 24 to one. The two horses casino classic currently five to two on the board was one of the elimination winners had a good trip pocket trip could happen again. Number three on the board right now is funny three coming off two third place efforts. Another big long shot here, 13 to one. The four horses shadows driven by Tyler Borth was fourth in his elimination. Looks like a fringe player here to me as well. Five horse Northern Lauren missed by a half a length and definitely looks like one of the contenders currently the even money favorite here in race eight. The six horse bag of cards has a lot of uh, front end speed and might be one to consider for the exotics here at 16 to one. Jay Harris knows how to get one off the gate and I got a feeling this one might make the board. Next in the field is the seven. You've got away with me, trainer owner, William Kirkpatrick. Bob McClure is one of the leading drivers in Canada. He's currently a three to one and was an elimination winner as well. The eight horse Lotus Sealster is an incredible 10 to one on the board right now. Uh, you got Moreau, Louis Philip Juan. This horse has never missed the board in his last six starts. I, I think this price is going to come down, and if it, but if it doesn't, you should jump on it. All right, Mike Bozich, that's the field for race number eight, currently one minute to post. One minute to post. Mike, what do you see here in race number eight? Well, first of all, I'm going to ask a question. I hope Garnett's still there and he didn't run to the windows. Garnett, when you see a horse that is obviously an overlay, like Lotus Sealster with a driver Louis Philippe on, trainer Richard Moreau, I mean, obvious connections, obvious horse that should be bet. Does it worry you at some point that this horse is such big odds nearing post time? Never. I used to be a believer in that, but I, I don't believe uh, in the cold and the cold on the board theory or smart money, or any of those things. If you're getting a price higher than you uh, think you should get, that's when you should bet more. That's right. Then we absolutely should just fire. But right now, the favorite is number five, uh, Northern Lauren for trainer James Dean and driver Sylvain Fillion obviously has a lot of speed. You know where this four-year-old mare is going to be headed. It seems like there's uh, maybe some mild speed inside of her. So Northern Lauren should have, uh, I don't want to say an easy time for this high percentage 2017 winner but uh, to make the lead. But I think certainly she should get there in a very good shape right now. She's one-to-one on the board. At seven, you've got away with me despite that post-seven uh, off those two straight wins is certainly getting a lot of attention. Mike, how far are we away from post? Do you think we got a, a time to take a quick commercial break? We got, we, we're about three minutes or four minutes away. They just, it just flipped to zero. So yeah, we got time for a quick timeout. Okay, let's take a quick timeout. When we come back, it's race number eight. The City of London Philly and Mare Pace Final are coming up next for a purse of $23,000 on this very special edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America live from Western Fair. How much pork roll can you How much pork roll can you eat in 2 minutes? Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment will host a pork roll eating contest this Saturday. You can enter for a chance to win $500 in the second annual contest. Entry forms are available in your live racing program and 10 lucky contestants will be selected after race 3 with the contest after race 5. Contestants will have 2 minutes to chow down and eat as many pork roll slices as they can. 
For more information, visit PlayMetalands.com. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations racehorse adoption program now at bet america every track is a bonus track earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track we also offer more points for all exotic wagers and don't forget about our weekly promos check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races sign up for bet america today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich in the Post Time with Mike and Mike Studios. Mike Carter, Garnett Barnsdale, and Jessica Otten. They are live on site at Western Fair, where race eight is getting ready to go. Just about a minute away. Guys, final thoughts on this upcoming eight? You know, it's interesting. The five Northern Morn here taking a lot of money, uh, six to five in the city of London. I think that, you know, uh, she deservingly is taking some money here, Garnett. Absolutely. She gets a big driver change. She'll probably be trying to go down the road. But I think the value here is uh, the eight horse with Louis Philippe Bois. Six to one. I didn't foresee that. All right. Race number eight is the City of London. Final for Philly and Mayor Pacers. We're going to send it up to Shannon Sugar Doyle for the live call of race number eight from Western Fair. Final for the girls on the page. It's play and deliver. Casino Classic. Funny three. Then Shadows. Northern Lauren, bag of cards. You've got away with me and trotting out Lotus Sealster. They're picking up speed. Here they come. It's race eight in London starting right now. They're off, and it's Northern Lauren giving the first call on the inside for Casino Classic and way up on the outside early. You've got away with me. Looking for a seat up close. Not finding it just yet. Bending through the opening turn, no room at the end, and no love for you've got away with me and McClure tonight. They're still left out there in the fourth. Coming from the pocket to take control here prior to the quarter mile. Casino Classic. Northern Lauren is racing in a second play and deliver right on the bit in third. Finding a spot at the inn in fourth. Now you've got away with me. Just 28 and 3. Laxy Daisy opening quarter mile for the Phillies and Mares as they bend through the second turn, coming quickly off the back end. Louis Finnebois puts Lotus Sealster in motion, quickly picking them up here. Confusion in the backfield here. We've got a few breakers. They're all still up. They're all still in it, though. Again, confusion in the backfield as a number four shadow went off stride and he half timed up in 59 seconds flat. Casino Classic, the one to take down. Lotus Seals, there's up and at her. Gapping on the inside in third. A little bit sluggish there with Northern Lauren taking fourth on the outside. Now it's funny three. It's playing deliver, looking at it from fifth. Three wide off the back end. There goes Bag of Cards, Jay Harris. 
lighting a fire out there is that one and getting the shuffle next to last which you've got away with me here's three quarters for casino plastic in one 28 and two second best on the outside was lotus sealster trying to hold third along the inside Northern Lauren going by that one now with Spunny 3 and kicking clear by three open lengths. Casino Classic for Holiday. 128 and 2 for three quarters. Casino Classic is leading. The lead is three. Make it four now. Here's Casino Classic. She's in for a City of Love and final. Holiday on for the Manders. Tight for second. Funny 3 against Lotus Sealster. You've got away with me from well back to be fourth. 157 and 1. Never better. Casino Classic. Casino Classic in the city of London. And Garnett, real quick, let's talk about Louis Silvois. I'll tell you what, he looked like a possible winner uh, coming by the half. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to rate that move uh, when he asked his filly. She didn't didn't have what it took to get there. But let's talk a little bit about Ryan Holiday because it looked like he had his choice here between the favorite Northern Lauren and Casino Classic. And uh, it turns out he picked the right one. She was tons the best. Now, there is going to be a judge's inquiry here, as uh, Sugar Doyle mentioned. There was a little bit of confusion uh, as they came down in front of us, causing a couple of breakers. Mike, you know, it was interesting how this race kind of turned out, but Casino Classic looked much the best. Yeah, certainly, and I think, uh, and I was looking at it, of course, as the race was going on, Garnett brought up a very good point about Ryan Holiday hopping to two Casino Classic for trainer Bob Manders. I mean, this is a horse that uh, was able to, uh, you know, get to the front end towards the end there, two to one, the money talked, and uh, Lotus Sealster did finish second, still went off very good odds at six to one, but uh, hats off to Casino Classic winning the City of London Philly and Mare Pace, and uh, we're going to get it reset. We still have to pay some bills. We don't want to fall back uh, on our fine sponsors. We don't want to fall back on commercial timeouts. So we're going to take a very quick one. And when we come back, we'll have more from Western Fair. have lots of interviews. And, of course, the start of the pick four is coming up in about 15 minutes or so. Once again, log on to posttimewithmikeandmike.com for expert selections. They're right on the front page there if you need some help betting your pick four at betamerica.com. We'll be back after this on Post Time with Mike, Mike and Mike, presented by our good friends at Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward point state restrictions. Every dream has a start, and this one is ours. To trot and pace fast, faster than all the others, and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. 
The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter, and I've been sitting here for about 45 minutes, Mike. And i got to tell you, I've already seen more inquiries here in the two races at Western Fair than I have the whole meet so far at Harris Philly. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, uh, this inquiry. We're going to talk about it, Garnett. We're going to bring you in on this as well. You know, it, it was a scary situation for those of you who are not watching at home and are just listening to the show. Uh, it looked like we... Uh, darn near had an uh, accident. There was a placing. Number seven, you got away with me, is fourth disqualified, placed last for interference. And, you know, it was a scary moment. It was hard to tell who really was at fault there, Garnett. Yeah, it looked to me like Bob McClure had a little bit of trouble uh, cornering with that horse. And he uh, he almost went down, as it turned out. But luckily, everybody stayed up. Mike, we're going to talk real quick. Going into the first turn, Garnett is Sunfire Blue Chip, and he looks really good on the racetrack, but unfortunately inside speed has been dominant so far. But I'll tell you what, he does look uh, pretty nice on the racetrack currently. He looks great, and you have to wonder if Mark McDonald might be the might be the one guy that's going to try and drive on from one of the outside posts here. Um, I, I have a hard time uh, putting Sunfire Blue Chip in my exactor just from that post, the way these races have been going. Inside speed's been pretty much taking everything here. Now, down in front of us is number nine. Okay, that's not, that's not the right. Excuse me, number eight, Night Pro. And Night Pro has been racing dominantly at Northfield Park. He's been racing at Hoosier. He's been wait, racing everywhere and definitely on a half-mile track. Could he possibly score some sort of un- upset? He's got inside speed. He could follow a bit of a legend, and he could potentially trip out and pull an even in a pleasure. Well, Jordan Stratton's already told us what he plans on doing with Bit of a Legend. So it's possible that Night Pro, if uh, McClure gets right on his back, could be in the pocket coming out of that first turn. And that would be his best, be his best chance at getting an upset. The other horse that went by was Rockin' Ron. Mickey Burke was in the sulky. And this is an outsides chance here, uh, Garnett. Rockin' Ron draws post seven. And for those of you who don't know Western Fair, they only go seven across. So post eight is from the second tier. I just I, I have a hard time thinking that Rock and Ron is uh, going to be close. Matt Kelly is going to have a little bit of trouble here. Post seven at Western Fair, you're almost out on the street uh, when you hit that first turn. So the only way you can really race in a situation like this is go to the back and uh, hope for some chaos. I'm not saying he can't hit the board, but he's going to have a tough time from post seven here at this track. All right, coming up is the pick four. We are 10 minutes away. This is a $15,000 guaranteed pool, Mike Bozich. So definitely a pool you want to play in. Visit BetAmerica.com. Visit HPI, all the uh, ADWs. If you're here on track, don't forget to tweet us a picture of yourself here enjoying the races using hashtag MolsonPays. 
Yeah, that's right. And please, uh, by all uh, accounts, make sure those pictures are clean and in good taste. Um, <laughs> post time with MikeAtBike.com. Make sure you check it out right on the front page. Uh, you've got a link, and we've got expert analysis of all the pick fours. So, Garnett and Mike, I'm going to throw it to you in just a second. So I'm going to give you about a about a minute and a half for a warning to make sure you guys got your pick fours queued up and set to talk about because uh, we're at the doorstep of race nine, and we want to make sure that if anybody wants to play these pick fours at BetAmerica.com that they have ample opportunity to do so. We've got six experts, Mike, that have weighed in on their pick fours. Of course, yourself, Garnett, Barnsdale, two of them. We'll throw it to you guys for uh, your pick four analysis in just a moment. But I do want to read the others uh, in case uh, somebody's uh, listening that doesn't have access uh, to uh, or doesn't have immediate access to that portion of our webpage. Rich Matei, the natural, he's going race nine, two, three, seven with one, three, four with one, two, four, seven with three, six, eight. It's a 27 minimum wager. The cost is $21 and 60 cents. Sugar Doyle is going to three deep as well in the first leg, guys. Four, five, six. He went ultra deep in that 10th. One, three, four, five, eight, nine. Uh, four five at race eleven, one three at race twelve for the fourteen forty economical play. Our good friend from the DRF, Derek Givner, also sent in his play. He's even going more economical, guys. Nine dollars and sixty cents. That sounds like my kind of wager. Four five six eight with one five with five six with five six eight in that low cost of nine dollars and sixty cents. And our good friend from HarnessRacing.com, Gordon Waterstone, uh, chimed in with a twenty-one dollars sixty cent wager. He's going one three four five six seven with one four five with four five six with one three for that twenty-one dollar and sixty cent cost. Once again, a twenty cent uh, minimum wager and a fifteen thousand dollar guarantee pick for starting up here in race nine, which is just a few minutes away. Log on to our website, post time with Mike and Mike.com uh, for those selections. Mike and Garnett, I'm gonna throw it to uh, you guys and I'm gonna try to take good notes. All right, race number nine is up first, Garnett. We're gonna talk about this. I went five deep in this race. One, four, five, six, and seven. I'm kind of kicking myself right now. The three horse, nine to two, has a shot, picks up Mark McDonald. Obviously, that's a huge driver change. Uh, the six horse, uh, Lay Lady Lay, is facing easier company coming in from Mohawk. And uh, Sugar said it earlier the Mohawk shippers do normally do pretty good here at London. The seven horse is uh, not taking as much money as I would have thought. Uh, won this race from post six. And like you said, post seven is out in the street. Post six isn't much closer. I'm going to go one, four, five, six, and seven here. Yeah, I went four deep here. I got the three, five, six, and seven. And the more I think about the way these races are going, the more I don't really like Gia Diamond's chances from the seven hole because, you know, she's probably going to be eighth at the quarter. And we haven't seen too many horses coming from the back here. That being said, I'm not going to change my ticket, but I do like the three, five, and six better. I think uh, Doug McNair is probably going to be blasting with his five-horse heels on the beach coming from Mohawk. If he can make the front before the quarter, he's probably going to be pretty tough here. Mike, who do you have here in race number nine? Well, it's a very interesting race, guys, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to key off somebody in race 12, but uh, I think I'm kind of like all you guys. I mean, Miss Coco Luck, I think her uh, her qualifications speak for themselves for driver Mark McDonald. I do like six, late, 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 coming from Mohawk and seven, Gia Diamond, uh, as well for a lot of what the, you guys mentioned, trying to work on that winning streak of uh, five straight for Richard Moreau. So I'm along the lines of you guys, guys, uh, three, six, seven. 
You know, one horse that really interests me here in race nine before we flip to race 10, guys, is the two SR Beach Babe. And uh, you you have this horse circled. I think we might be in trouble, like you said, with the inside speed. I only have it circled but because she's owned by a friend of mine, uh, Steve Mahalik, <laughs> who's, who's in attendance here. So if she happens to knock us out, I guess I can run down and get my picture taken at least. All right. Our pick four tickets are currently on the screen here at Western Fair. At least mine and Sugar's are. Uh, you know what? They, they uh, I, I told Sugar I brought my American money with me to be able to afford this ticket. But in race number 10, we're going to go one, three, eight, nine. There's extra difference. And there's speed to the inside that allows the second-tier horses to race well. We just saw in that first, uh, first race, the eight horse had a fantastic journey from the second tier. Yeah, I think, I think the speed here is probably the one, maybe blissful years. You notice blissful years managed to make the front from the 10 hole last time at, uh, at Mohawk, but I like the one the best. I think Nick Stewart's going to make good use of the rail. He, uh, he's a very good speed driver on this track and he probably won't let any go, anybody go. The only other horse I used was the eight reel who I'm hoping may be able to uh, leave right behind him in the pocket. But I, I like the one quite a bit here in this race. Mike, who do you have here, buddy? Well, I think, guys, I'm going to take a chance here because I like to go uh, very economically. I'm going to try to actually key four blissful years. Again, coming from Mohawk, last time this horse raced at the London, I thought this horse raced pretty decently, trying to come three wide. That was with Bunk Harris in the bike. Now we're getting Doug McNair. I'm hoping that will make a little difference for trainer Ron Adams. So, uh, of Lady Shadow fame. So I'm going to try four blissful years as a complete key and take a chance to keep my ticket cheap, guys. Race number 11 is the Invitational Handicap, and the old man foiled again, draws post number six. Um, I got, I like the four, five, and six here, Garnett. Um, it's interesting that foiled again draws post number six. He's shown the ability to be able to race from the outside. My worry right now is inside speed. You caught, they call me Gordy at the inside. You have Gold Star Badlands at the inside. He doesn't have a whole lot of speed. Rise Up now has got a ton of speed. What are we going to do here? I think you missed the one that's going to be on the front uh, by the quarter. Daylight Rush, I think, has more gate speed than any horse in this race, and he's got the perfect driver to do it. Mark McDonald, look, three, three starts back from the seven hole. This horse cleared in 26 flat. So I think uh, if he makes front, you know, by, by by the quarter or somewhere close to it, he's going to be very tough to beat. The other horse I used was foiled again, more on class than anything else. But, uh, I, I you know, I could see singling this five. All right, Garnett, race number nine. They're coming onto the racetrack. Preferred two handicapped fillies and mares. We'll get back to our pick fours here in just a moment. The one is Hex, trained by Lore Baco. Alfred Carroll is up, has not, excuse me, has only missed the border once in seven starts. The two SR Beach Babe is trained by Craig Gilmore, driven by Bradley J. Bradley Harris. Um, she's got some inside speed. She's got a bit of a shot here at eight to one. Coming in front of the grandstands now is the three Miss Coco Luck. We're going to talk to Mark McDonald later. A big driver change here, coming off a third place Elfer. The four horse or mare Top Royal is an interesting mare in that. She can probably take more air than any horse on the planet. As you notice, she's finished second many, many times, and uh, she, she can go really long trips. She might have a good shot here going first up. Doug McNair brings the five heels on the beach in front of us. Has a little bit of early speed, but it's going to be a tough trip here. Here comes the six, Lay Lady Lay, trained by Greg McNair, driven by Trevor Henry. 
making only her third start of the year. She made over 200000 last year, mostly in sire stakes. She's got a little bit of speed, and Trevor could send her. Number seven coming in front of us. Look at this bright pink saddle pad. I love it. Number seven is Gia Diamond. Travis Henry drove this horse to a victory last time out from post six. This horse can definitely handle the outside. Finally, we have the eight horse Bourbon Sealster, trained by Robert Manders, driven by Ryan Holiday. Uh, she makes only her second start of the year after winning six of 12 last year. Perhaps if she gets a good start, she could potentially hit the board here. That's the field for race number nine here at Western Fair District. We are in London at Western Fair in London, Ontario. We're going to go to race number, back to race number 11. Mike, who do you like there in race 11? Well, see, by King, the horse in race number 10, I allowed myself to go all in here because I'm going to key a horse in race number 12 and try to keep this as economical as possible because I know you guys like to run up the pocketbook and abuse the pocketbook a little bit. So I'm going to try all here because I think that uh, Daylight Rush is uh, very susceptible in here and Foiled Again draws outside. So I think that uh, very easily uh, you can get a long shot here to step up in race 11, in which I think is kind of a wide-open betting race. I think Daylight Rush Russia's going to get a little bit too overbet at the windows. That's what I'm banking on anyway. Race number 12 is the $150,000 Molson pace. And listen, you know, earlier in the night, Garnett, I I think we talked about this. I said this was probably one of the most wide open races that we're probably going to see all year long. And on paper, it's wide open. Just about anybody can win this race. However, we've seen a little bit of track bias tonight and a bit of a legend rocking in heaven, clear vision, these horses at the inside who have speed. You know, Mac and Kelly said it earlier, these guys could be four or five, six wide going around the first turn. We could uh, we could see a little bit of fireworks. That wouldn't surprise me a bit because I think uh, all of these these guys aren't stupid. They're, they're going to know that they need position. And uh, if you have an inside post, why wouldn't you blast out of there and at least try to get ahead of a few others? So, you know, I, I went three deep here. I got a bit of a legend. I, he's got the inside Jordan Stratton's already told us he's going to use it. He's going to try and probably wire this race, and I think he easily could. The three clear vision is the other one I used. Um, he's obviously very sharp. And, you know, Fool Me Once has been excellent at Mohawk in his last three starts, pacing 150 miles basically under uh, under a hammer lock. So if he, he could be a danger maybe first up here for McNair, who's already got a win on tonight's card. I went 1-3-4. All right, Mike, the horses are on the racetrack for race number nine. We are going to take a very short time out, pay some bills. When we come back, we've got race nine. We'll have our final thoughts here at Western Fair. We'll be right back. Two million dollars in purses. One unforgettable night. It's Sunstake Saturday at the Downs at the Weekend Sun Pocono on Saturday, July 1st. The best of the best make their way to Northeast Pennsylvania for this prestigious night of racing with the Earl Beal Jr. Memorial Trot, the James Lynch Philly Pace, the Max Amp Memorial Pace, and the Ben Franklin Free for All Pace. Post time is 6.30 p.m. Fans can enter now for a chance to meet Wiggle and Jigglin and his connections on Eliminations Night, June 24th. Email your entry and why you want this experience to meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com. That's meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com by June 14th. 
Sun Steak Saturday, July 1st at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Don't miss it. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. Short time remains to wager on race number nine at the Raceway Garnett. They're circling behind the starting gate. Final thoughts here. I think four to one on the seven Gia Diamond is a fantastic price. Five to two, a little bit of a, uh, you know, I said that this horse is facing easier. I guess people are listening. But uh, five to two seems like a little bit of a short price. I'm more inclined to take four to one on a horse that I know can race from the outside. I agree. I think you got to look at some of the ones that are going to be up near the front. Miss Coco Luck would be one of them at seven to two. Heels of the Beach, uh, three to one. Lay Lady Lay, five to two. I think it'll probably be one of those three. I think Gia Diamond's going to have a tough time here on this track. Now, this is an interesting race to start the pick four. And, Mike, before they go to the gate, I want to bring you in. This is a wide-open betting board, a wide-open field here. Just about anybody can win this race. I think I'm going to be, uh, I think I'm going to be happy uh, to um, – I think I'm going to be happy that I went with a bunch of horses here in this race. Listen, Mike, real quick before we throw it to you. Our good friend from the stable.ca is sitting next to us. We're going to have uh, Anthony McDonald on as soon as this race ends. And listen, I got a, a funny story because uh, I'm, I'm a little bit angry with Anthony right now. He caused me to miss my uh, pick three wager at the very first race. I was too busy watching him drive his horse so well that he won it like 30 to one. <laughs> and I missed it. I'll tell Lamech we'll be getting a hold of him. But uh, anyway, real quick, guys, and I know this race is getting ready to go off. It's the lane pick four, $15,000 guarantee. I really like, if you want to play deep in this leg and uh, maybe one of the other legs, I really like clear vision in that last race. I've been watching clear vision the last four or five starts, and I'm going to tell you, the 11-year-old is feeling about as good and racing about as good as I have ever, ever seen him. I think clear vision has got a big shot to win the Molson face, guys. Yeah, I'm going to go with Clear Vision as well. We'll get to race 12 here in just a minute. There was a horse that was in the back paddock for equipment repair. That horse has returned from back paddock again. We've got Anthony McDonald. We've got Doug McNair on deck after race number nine here at the raceway. Coming back onto the racetrack is the seven Gia Diamond. Currently five to two on the six. Lay, Lady, Lay. Let's send it upstairs to the voice of the raceway. Track it out to Shannon Sugar Doyle for race nine here at Western Fair. Gates moving is post time. Post time for race nine at CP Arena. Feature race. Up return, we've got Hackstead, hey. Senior Beach Bay, Miss Coco Luck, Top Royal, Heels on the Beach, then it's Lay, Lady Lay, Gia Diamond, Bourbon Seals are in the back tier. 
top of the stretch. They're picking up speed. Here they come. Drop. And it's going to be heels on the beach to take them on out of there. Racing from second, Miss Coco up for the trip, crossing right over there. And leading early by four open lengths, heels on the beach is fired up in a big way. Heels on the beach right there by four. Miss Coco Luck is racing at a second. Senior Beach Babe is third, looking at it from fourth. Lay, Lady Lay. That came ahead of Top Royal and fifth. Six best away from the rail of his hex. Next to last was Bourbon Sealster, Tread on the Field, Gia Diamond, 27 and 2 was the opening quarter mile. And now tapping it up on our front end mission. Heels on the beach, settling things down here. Second best is Miss Coco Luck. And now it's going to be a first up move coming from Senior Beach Babe and Harris. Points her onward here. Following up on the live covers, Lay, Lady, Lay. Top Royal to set it up third over, saving ground and gaining a few positions. There was Bourbon Sealster. Hex going next to last and trailing Gia Diamond. It's four in and it's four out by the half and 56 and three. Heels on the beach, still the one. Racing second, Miss Coco Lock. High lined out of third. Senior Beach Bay pointed three wide now. There goes Lay, Lady Lay. And going four wide on down the backside is going to be Top Royal. In behind the wall is Bourbon Sealster by three quarters. Here it is in one, 24 and four. She was 28 and one through the third, and she is heels on the beach. Rounding the final turn, it's Lay, Lady Lay taking second. Miss Coco Luck is third, finding room late fourth. Here comes Bourbon Sealster switching wide for Holiday, but it could be too late. On the lead, it's heels on the beach, second best. Lay, Lady Lay, Bourbon Sealster's on for third. McNair's in for two. Heels on the beach, takes the ninth. Lay, Lady Lay was second. Bourbon Sealster third. Three across from fourth. One, fifty-three and two. All right. Wow, race. No, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, heels on the beach, impressive. And, guys, the speed is really, really tough to beat tonight. Yeah, this is a speed-favoring racetrack. The winner of the Molson Pace, I got a feel, is going to be the first horse to uh, make the front. Real quick, uh, before we uh, dissect uh, what just happened in race nine, we got listen, we got a big shot next to us, uh, our friend Anthony McDonald. Anthony, what's going on, my friend? Not much, not much. Happy to be here. It's been a great night. It's much better after the first race. Listen, let's talk about that first race. You know, let, let, let's talk about it, shall we? we you know, some of us had you in the pick, uh, gave you out in the pregame show, and uh, listen, it was a pretty good race to win. It was the City of London going for a purse of $23,200, and you drew well, and you got to the lead, and speed has really been holding up here, and once you were able to get to the top, uh, you didn't really look back. Well, uh, first off, this was one of the first horses that we bought for the stable.ca, so I have to give it a plug. You know, this is their second year. This was one of the first ever horses in the stable.ca, so the group's extremely happy. You know, we got a great trip. I was in behind uh, I was in behind Bob, and um, the horse on the far outside, Curtis Clement's horse, he was running in pretty good, and Bob kept feeding me that big wheel of his the whole way down the lane, and every time he come over, I come over, so he ended up helping me even more. I think I probably would have been beat if we all had went in a straight line, but uh, it doesn't always work out that way, so I'm pretty happy. Now, Anthony, let's talk about the stable.ca for a second. Obviously, the owner listed here is the Adventure Ahead Stable. One horse that I got to see last year was Bourbon and Barley at Northfield Park, and you were second in a $250,000 Sire Stakes final. 
this thing has really kicked off and looks fantastic. Yeah, she was a nice belly last year. You know, um, the stable.ca gives people an opportunity to do a lot of different things. And what we ended up doing was, was selling, uh, was selling bourbon and barley for a lot of money last year. And it gave people a, a real good look at what racing's really about. Yes, she was a nice filly. Yes, she finished second, but we ended up turning, turning, uh, turning a pretty good profit on her. And for the people out there that get involved, I mean, really all the stable does is give you an affordable way to get involved in this industry. And you look around you at all the people that are here tonight, this is a fantastic industry. And, I would say almost everybody in this grandstand couldn't buy a horse, but I guarantee you everybody in this grandstand could buy a piece of a horse. And that's what it's all about is getting the people to track and getting the people involved in ownership. And, and you know, if the horses don't pan out because they don't a lot of the time, but if they don't pan out, it's not a big deal. And it's, it's really just, it will be the way forward for this industry in one form or another. Obviously the way my wife and I do it is a little bit different. It's really labor intensive. Today was our 255th client. Um, from from Italy that bought a piece of a horse. And, you know, for me, um, to have a stable of horses with my wife and go every day and do them and, and know that we have 255 people watching what we do on a daily basis, it's really a tremendous feeling. And it's a great, it's a great feather in the cap of the industry to know that we're not dead, we're not going anywhere. In fact, we're going to be growing, and we're going to be growing really quickly in the near future. Anthony, how many countries do you have owners from? I know... When we talked uh, the last time, you had people from the U.K., people from the U.S., people from Canada, people from all over the United States. How many countries are you currently in? How many states are you currently in the U.S.? Uh, six countries, three continents, states in the U.S. I'm going to ballpark it. I'm going to say maybe 20. And that's only because you think of how many states have racetracks. You know, when we, when we continue to market this and uh, grow it in the way we want to grow it, it won't just be – it won't just be, you know, three, con- three continents and six countries in, in a bunch of states. It'll be everywhere. And that's really what this is about is, is not just getting people involved in the industry, but giving people the opportunity to be involved in every facet of the industry everywhere in the world. So our, our target market isn't, isn't uh, you know, six countries. It's eight billion people, and that's where we're going to take it if we can. All right, Anthony, listen, real quick, hang tight with us. i got a few more questions for you. We do have a judge's inquiry against the unofficial winner for a possible Eurorail violation. Uh, we're taking a look at the uh, replay coming down the stretch. Uh, the horse went inside two pylons, uh, Mike Bozich, and, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's always a judgment call on these things. You never know, you know, what the judges are uh, going to do. I went up and I talked with the judges a little bit ago, and uh, it's going to be interesting to um, – see what they do here. Anthony, one final question for you before we let you go. Who do you like in the Molson face tonight? Well, listen, I'd love to see Mark win it. I mean, uh, he's getting old and his hair's gray as shit and he looks terrible, but I'd love to see him win the Molson pace before he turns right into dirt. But uh, I just, you know, Jordan Stratton come up and gave us a big hand last week at the open house. He drew the rail on a speed favoring track, as you said. He looks like one of the horses to beat. I just don't see them beating Bit of the Legend. But if you can, I hope it's Old Man Winter, Mark, for sure. All right, Anthony, listen, we appreciate you sponsoring the show. We appreciate everything you do for us. And uh, we'll see you back here hopefully soon, okay? Absolutely. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. All right. We've got a bunch more coming up. We've got Doug McNair coming up. Anthony McDonald, thanks again for coming by the table. We appreciate uh, everything that you have done for our show. So, again, there is a judge's inquiry, Mike Bosage, for possible violation 
of the Eurorail, uh, possible. Well, I got to tell you this, Mike, Mike, I got to tell you, and I don't know, I, I know we're a few seconds behind back here in the studios, but I'm going to tell you, this horse definitely would incite three pylons uh, looking at the replay. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Mike saw him go inside three. I saw him go inside two. Garnett, let's, uh, let's weigh in here. You are uh, the kind of our Canadian correspondent. What do the judges normally do in these type of situations? How do they normally handle it? Is it one? Is it three? How many do you think? You know, this is one rule I've never been able to understand. But the one thing they're looking at is, did the horse gain any advantage going inside, uh, inside the pylons? In, in my opinion, if you're cutting off the track and you're going shorter distance than anybody else, you're gaining an advantage. It doesn't matter whether you won the race by 20 lengths or a nose. But the judges uh, don't always see it that way, so we'll have to see how it plays out. Now, it's interesting you say that because we all remember Resolve. It wasn't it was the Elite Lap playoff. He won the race by probably 10 lengths over being a magician. Off the board he went. Judges didn't care. He came inside four, three, four, five pylons. Judges didn't care. Again, there is a judge's inquiry here into race number nine. If you're just joining the show against the winner, number five, heels on the beat for possible Eurorail violation. Um, again, we, uh, we are awaiting a decision here. This has been a pretty lengthy judge's inquiry. I think you could probably agree with me. The longer they look at this, the worse it is probably. You gotta wonder what's what's really taking so long. I mean, if, if going inside three pylons, was, which is what Michael saw, um, is a disqualification. Why don't they just do it? Like I said, I've never understood this rule totally, and I'm not even sure the judges do. All right, uh, Mike, we uh, we've got Doug McNair in the paddock, but he is talking currently to the judges um, about what is going on with this inquiry. Again, it finished five six eight three. Mike, why don't you play uh, one very quick commercial? When we come back, we hope to have the results of this inquiry. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 Equine Census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. 
back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, Garnett Barnsdale, Mike Bozich, and Jessica Hutton all reporting. And Mike, there was no disqualification here. Uh, Sugar, and we'll talk with Garnett about this. Mike, give me one second here. As Shannon uh, announces it, let's listen to the ruling. That's the ruling the judges gave me on the five heels on the beach, the result of their judges' inquiry. So the rundown, it does remain the same. Okay, so for those of you who missed that, uh, he went inside two pylons, according to the judges, but was not lapped on at the finish. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this here in just a minute. We're going to go back to our paddock correspondent, Jess Cotton. She's got Doug McNair in the back paddock. Doug McNair will drive, excuse me here, number four, fool me once in the Molson pace. Jessica? Hey, guys. I'm back here with Doug McNair, who's driver of fool me once. He raced ultra sharp last three starts. Likes to be near on the front end. You draw those three, but you have to factor in the trailer of Nitro, who also likes to be on or near the front. Very competitive field of horses. What are your thoughts? Do you have a game plan going into tonight? Uh, no, not really. Not not exactly. You're obviously going to play by you. I like to go to the lead and just back the factor downwind, but I mean, it's not going to set up that way. But my horse is uh, versatile, so that's really going to be very helpful to win this race. All right. Well, good luck and thank you for your time. And there you have it, guys. There was Doug McNair. Back up to you, Mike. That was, all right. That was Doug McNair talking to Jess Scott. And Garnett, real quick, let's. Let's talk about this for just a minute, uh, this inquiry. Um, You know, Doug McNair went inside two pylons. You heard Sugar Doyle say he went inside two pylons. But because he wasn't lapped on at the finish, he was not disqualified. You know, we we saw resolve. We mentioned it just a minute ago. We saw resolve get disqualified for a lot more, or excuse me, a lot less than maybe what we just saw. You know, it's always hard to tell what the pylon violations are going to be here. It is, and look, if if this is the way they're going to rule it, um, I think you got to give a guy credit that opens up a big lead and cuts the track off a little bit. You, you know, he's taking advantage of what what they're giving him, um, and th- there's not much more to say about it. I, I like I said, I I don't really understand how they make these rulings, but it seems like if you're clear, it's not that big a deal if you cut inside the pylons. All right. Well, we're not going to beat a dead horse. Mike Bozich, race number 10 is up next. It's 11 minutes away. And, Mike, i got to tell you, the, the speed of this racetrack is absolutely holding up. I don't care what anybody says. There's a ton of speed by it. Yeah, I'm watching this replay again, guys. Uh, but, but like you say, that's it is what it is. But uh, I had the three five seven on top of the pick four, so I'm not going to complain too hard. Anyway, <laughs> race ten is coming up next, and we've got a field of nine. Now, keep in mind, and we're going to send it to you, Mike Carter, in just a second. But just keep in mind for those of you wagering at Western Fair, eight real and nine band band starts in the second tier. It's seven across, and please wager on BetAmerica.com. The big uh, the big second chance promotion up to $20. If you bet the horse to win and your horse loses and finishes second, you get your money back. It's a great promotion going on the rest of the night at Western fair, every race at Western fair on betamerica.com. Mike. All right. So after uh, Dale Decker comes on TV at Western fair, we're going to run through a uh, little segment. We did uh, Garnett. We, we did a segment on night pro. And for those of you who don't know, night pro was injured. Not necessarily here at uh, Western Fair. He's actually going to talk about it a little bit with Jess Cotton. He talked a little bit about it with us last Thursday on our show. But he was injured. Um, his stifle was injured. 
And after the Battle of Lake Erie, in fact, Dale Decker is on the television right now. After his Battle of Lake Erie, after the Molson Pace, he ran three or four more races, Garnett, on a bad stifle, finished fifth and sixth. He didn't even finish last. He was still racing, you know, pretty good considering. And now he has come back and absolutely been an absolute monster. Yeah, he's really having a big year. Um, five wins at eight starts. He's, he's, he's won a mile under 150 at Hoosier Park. 49 flat. He finished second in his last start. If he can get a good start from the second tier, maybe following the one horse, you know he's got a shot. Now, Greg Gangle is currently talking with trainer Dale Decker. We had a, a chance to talk with him. And, Garnett, we were talking about this earlier. In November, okay, it's 60, 50, 40, 30 degrees outside of Northfield Park. And there's a 20-mile-an-hour headwind, okay? So they go to three-quarters and 123 or two or something like that. Perfect. The wind is at their back. I get it. He finished in 150 and three. One, 150 and three. It's a 20-mile-an-hour headwind. How does this horse do that? It's just unbelievable, and it just shocks me every time. Did you did you call that race that night? Yes, I did. I think I was watching. I think I thought you were going to have a heart attack or fall out of the stands. <laughs> I thought you were going to maybe land on the track of the uh, home of the flying turns but yeah you know what this horse was phenomenal at northfield and a lot of the the big miles he went were from the eight hole yeah that's the one thing he has to start from the outside uh listen you could put him in the 20 hole at northfield and he still you know i think he still wins easy going away you know i was just so impressed by that mile mike let's go to that night pro segment right now Success drifting off the pylons. Night Pro with a shot at the lead on the inside. Sunfire, blue chip to the outside. Three abreast here. They battle past the eight pole. And Night Pro takes advantage of the inside. He'll take the lead for Widger. To the outside, Ontario Success. Sunfire, blue chip. One is to ball. Fearless Diablo to the wire. It's Night Pro. Night Pro will win to the great Haston Memorial. I'm waking up to Night Pro from the beginning showed he had a ton of grit and speed while racing on the Indiana Sire Stakes circuit at Hoosier Park. At four, trainer Dale Decker decided that it was time to see what Night Pro truly was made of when he began entering him in against stakes companies. His first test would be in the Battle of Lake Erie, won by Clear Vision. Night Pro is trying to see it through on the outside, Clear Vision. Those two matching strides, a ding-dong battle in the Battle of Lake Erie as they come to the top of the stretch. They're nose-to-nose, they're stride-for-stride on the outside, Clear Vision inside Night Pro. These two together, and it's Clear Vision who's going to better. Clear Vision is going to win the Battle of Lake Erie. After the Battle of Lake Erie, Night Pro lost a little bit of his muster and came back at five to show he still had some stamina left, winning an open at Northville as the easiest of winners. Then came the Molson Pace in 2015, where Night Pro was parked the mile, and trainer Dale Decker realized a few weeks later that something was seriously wrong. Well, he had a, a tear in the, uh, the stifle area. Um, and uh, it, it it seemed like, you know, after, you know, history that, you know, that had been bothering them sometime before that, um, you know, in training and, uh, you know, in the races before that, he'd been bearing the turns pretty good. And um, then, you know, finally it just went. Um, uh, rehab was basically stall rest for a couple months and, um, you know, about six months off, uh, like I say, with uh, – 
with treatments for some, uh, you know, from Omega Alpha, the Sinuix Plus, and I think played a big role in that. And, um, you know, just a slow return and um, came back strong. Since coming back from the injury, he has more than proven that he belongs in against the upper-level company. Is it for the outside? Always at my place. To the wire. Noses a turn and one fifty and two. Looks like Night Pro. In 2017, Night Pro has only missed the board in one race, and that was when he was pulled up with broken equipment at Hoosier Park. He enters the 2017 Molson pace with the dreams of Dale Decker on his shoulders that his top pacer can return to top four. Coming home to a big mile night pro in 150 and three. Production job there by Mike Bozich. Again, a fantastic production job there. Jessica Otten is currently in the paddock here at Western Fair. She's got Dale Decker to talk about Champion Nitro. Jessica? Hey, guys. I'm back in the paddock with trainer Dale Decker of um, of Night Pro, Dale Decker. Um, tell us a little bit about what happened. What kind of injury was it? Uh, he had a tear in the stifle joint and uh, required about seven months off um, before he returned to the races. And uh, uh, his return on how good he was going to be was very questionable. Was he an easy horse to have off or was he kind of, did you have him in the field or was he in the stall? Was he tearing up everything? Uh, no, he had two months stall rest. Um, he was relatively good for being a stud colt, um, you know, just back off the grain and uh, give him all the hay uh, he wants. And, uh, and then after two months, he had uh, a month out in a small paddock and then uh, the big field after that. So talking about this year, he's a seven of eight starts. He hit the board. The only time he didn't hit the board was um, broken equipment. He started mostly on the outside. Tonight he draws post eight, which trails here. Do you think that's going to factor in on how he likes to be on or near the front? Um, I think so. Um, he uh, He's only trailed one other time. And uh, I think he got away fourth or fifth and ended up being second over, um, finished second that race. So he, he can handle the trailing position, and um, it, it will definitely uh, save him because he's usually on the outside and, uh, you know, moving to the front from there. So it, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm looking forward to, to the race for sure. Um, the inside horse that you follow, a bit of a legend, likes to leave also. There's a ton of levers in there. Are you a little nervous that they're going to be at five wide in the first turn? Well, if, if they are and he gets away fourth or fifth, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him first up. What's next for Night Pro? Uh, the Battle of Lake Erie next week. Are you excited for that? He likes Northfield and he likes Ronnie, so I'm sure Ronnie will be driving. Yeah, I, I'd like to get this one over with, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll focus on that one. All right, well, good luck to you. And this is my pick for the Molson Pace because we are Michigan made and Michigan proud, and we're taking over. Back up to you, Mike. Thank you. Listen, uh, Ohio State is better than Michigan. I don't care what you say. No, I'm, I'm going to catch crap for that uh, later on. All right. We are going to go to race number 10 here in just a moment. It's really interesting, Mike Bozich, um, what has been happening, uh, you know, with Night Pro that he's able to come back from this injury and, uh, you know, really look good. 
Yeah, absolutely. He's just been outstanding. And like I said, I remember calling that horse uh, back at Hazel Park back, uh, good grief, uh, quite a while ago, back in the mid-2000s. And uh, this is a horse that definitely proved himself, rose up to the ranks, and he was racing at the old Raceway Park in Toledo. I know you guys remember uh, that place before it closed down, but uh, unbelievable uh, how Night Pro has been able to uh, just turn his career around, especially after that injury. Uh, Just an unbelievable injury. Come to Michigan State University, they give him a 50-50% chance to ever hit the racetrack again. And uh, it was unbelievable. He was just uh, fantastic, and he continues to be. And uh, maybe tonight will be the night for uh, Night Pro, guys. Race number 10 here, guys, is the preferred. They're going a mile and a 16th here, Garnett. Now, real quick, before we dive into the race, talk to us a little bit about what a preferred is. We've all heard the Open um, in America. Is that what this race kind of is? Yeah, it's similar. It's it's like the top class at this track. They just don't call it an open, I guess. So this will be the top class at London, similar to the uh, preferred at Mohawk, I guess you would call it. I think they just call them opens down there. All right. This is preferred or open company. I'm going four deep in this race. I'm pretty sure that everybody's alive in the pick four sequence, at least as far as our tickets go after Dougie Fresh won with the five in the last race. I like the one beach hair here, guys. One by a neck from the inside against preferred three. That's two classes lower. It's kind of like an open three for those of you who are, uh, you know, who are listening maybe in the States. But one horse that is receiving a ton of post improvement. But I think you get a little bit of help here, guys, is pay later. Pay later draws post threes in very tough. I mean, there's no question about that. But who knows? Maybe uh, maybe he can uh, have a little bit of speed instead of have to close from off the pace. He's not had any good luck drawing post-wise. And the other horse to the inside is the Lone Ranger at 12-1. to I'll tell you what, pay later is not impossible in this spot. His last race was really good, 28-1 third quarter and a 28-3 kicker coming home. Maybe if Scott Young can move him first or second up, he might have a decent shot in here. I think this race is going to start some combination of 1-4-8, 4-1-8, something like that. They're going to be the top three going to the first quarter. All right. We do have a special guest on the line. Garnett, you're not going to like this at all. Our good friend well, Eric li- Gibner is on the line. Yeah, good. The, the, bo- the boss is calling. And I, listen, guys, I think the boss wants to know why Garnett and uh, Derek – uh, himself have such a varying opinion of the uh, Molson pace. Derek, how are you, my friend, from the Daily Racing Forum? I'm doing okay. You know, I saw the number, and I was listening to you guys, and I said, you know what, I'm going to call in and see what's going on. Well, hold his feet to the fire. Ask uh, Garnett what he's looking at in race 12. So we had, we had this discussion via email. You're telling me how the inside posts win all these races. What happens if the five and or the six leave around the inside horses? Then what happens? Then you got a whole different race, but I don't see it happening. I think uh, there's too many horses with speed inside of them that they're just going to be forced to take a tuck on the first turn or, or on the on the backstretch going the first time. I, I don't see it. See, what, what I question is, I mean, on the inside, you're saying there's too much speed. Clear Vision's a fast horse, but he's not crazy fast. Bit of a legend. I don't think he's super fast off the gate at all. Yeah, but you know what? At this track, when you got inside advantage, and Jordan Stratton already told us he's basically blasting, that he's, he sees what's going on here, and uh, the one is by far an advent- advantageous post, so he's going to take advantage of it. Um, and I think the other drivers are going to see that most of the races are being won, and, and most of the placings are being taken by horses that are racing up front. So I think they're going to push their horses when they leave the gate here, try and uh, 
force those outside guys to take a hole. Listen, it's certainly possible. I think, uh, well, the five-horse one last race feels on the beach going down the road, so there's no reason why even in a pleasure can't do something similar. And if they would have taken down heels on the beach, I might have just punched my monitor and I wouldn't be able to watch the races anymore. Well, guys, let me jump in because I know we're getting ready to go to the gate for race 10 here. Derek, if we can nail you down for one pick on the most and one pick only, who is it? I'm going with Sunfire Blue Chip. I'm, I'm, I, there's no way I can pick a favorite in this race. So. All right, I'm sticking with Clear Vision. Of course, we'll break that down a little bit later. Derek, we appreciate you calling, my friend. Uh, hey, anytime we're wrong, just make sure you call us and let us know. <laughs> well, usually you're doing it at 1030. I'm, I'm inside shooting videos with Matt, so good luck there, guys. <laughs> All right, thank you, buddy. All right, that was our friend Derek Gibner. That was the boss, Derek Gibner, to you, Derek. <laughs> It was, but good thing he's got a good sense of humor that we can disagree so much, and I'm still employed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're about to go to the go to the gate for race number ten. We got to quickly get off here because it's a mile and a sixteenth race. It is a mile and a sixteenth race number ten. It's open preferred company here in London. Let's send it to track it out to Shannon Sugar Doyle for the live call of race ten from London. Sixteenth preferred Pacers for a purse of ten thousand dollars. Who do you like? Seven starters on gate, two of them late. Gate picks up speed. Here they come. Drop. Make some noise. Here's the five. Arrived late, crossing over from the floor. Along the inside of the second beach, Terror leaving out for positioning as Blissful Years is in an opening turn. Arrived late, Blissful Years up and out of early. Blissful Years and McNair is going to put another one on the point here in London. Blissful Years coming around at 5-2. to two. Arrived late, going on hold in second beach, Terror looks at it from third. Pay later, good positioning up close and forward. Coming from the pocket, not waiting. Arrived late, showing up early here. Puts up the quarter mile at 27 degree beach. Terror. Right side to the third. And if you blink, you just missed the lead. Retake of a number one. And beach Terror went around. He got me tongue-tied because the move was so quick. Beach Terror at five to two is now off front. Second best has arrived late. It's staying in there to be third. Now blissful years. It's going to be an uncovered pay later. Off drive, blissful years, blissful years. Down to the safety lane now with a lot to go. Beach Terrors on the lead. Second best arrived late pay later is left uncovered. Following on that move is Jake Rowan. Jack Stan is along the inside to be fifth, traveling sixth and in for the Lone Ranger. Seventh and wide for real. Next to last was the end bed and gapped off after that break was Blissful Years. 56 and two was the half. Beach Terrors leading. Beach Terror driven along. Second best is arrived late. Pay later, and the answer still out there in third. Way up on the outside will be Jake Lowe, and Jake Lowe is trying to be fourth against Jack Stand, who's buried along the inside. One, 25, and four for three quarters. Beach Terror, high line through the final turn. Gapped up in second was arrived late. Pay later is living on the outside in third against Jack Stand. Still waiting on Jake Lowe and Van Bad. Fanning wide for the drive. Beach Terror chased along. It's a look to the outside there here. A ride plate coming on. A ride plate second bench. Beach Terror won it. Beach Terror on top over a ride plate. Jake Lowen for third and close for fourth. Paid later against Jack Stan. And there's a new 
track record on the meet for a mile and a 16, 201-3, Beach Timber. Boys, we just had a new track record on the uh, half-mile track here at Western Fair for a mile and a 16th in number one, Beach Terror. Uh, let me tell you something, Garnett. When this horse went to the lead, there was no looking back for driver Nick Stewart. I'll tell you what, that was a great drive by Nick Stu. He started urging this horse halfway down the backstretch for the last time. It looked like Bob McClure was sitting there uh, just kind of waiting, playing possum. But you know what, Nick Stewart started – Nick Stu started urging the horse and he never stopped until the wire and I think that's what got the job done great drive listen I think I offended Jeff Scott in just a little bit I actually called her a boy in this race <laughs> sorry about that uh, Jennifer I mean Jessica yeah we got her name right this time uh, Mike Bozich listen we haven't called her the wrong name just yet but uh, race number 10 here Beach Terror looked absolutely phenomenal and uh, there was a, this looked like a NASCAR race here for a few minutes there was a lot of lead changes well, yeah, and of course, my wheel uh, blew up in smoke there and uh, broke stride, so I'm all done. And uh, actually, as a matter of fact, of all of our six experts that post their opinions on post time with Mike and Mike, I'm gone and the natural's gone. So you guys are left to fight it out. Gordon, Carter, Garnett, Darren Givner, uh, and uh, Shannon Sugar Doyle are all alive so far in their pick fours. But, uh, yeah, great effort by uh, Beach Terra, no question about it, for uh, trainer Gordon McDonnell, who's been around the Canadian training scene for a long, long time. Uh, Nicholas Stewart with a fantastic drive, fifth win of the season, and the new track record in a mile and a 16th. But how about the crowd, guys? And I'm sitting here in the post-time with Mike and Mike Studios, and I have a little bit of a confession to make, okay? crowd is so starting to get so deafening and I know during the Molson pace it's going to be unbelievable and for the next race for foiled again it's going to be unbelievable but uh, the crowd is starting to drown out Shannon a little bit and I honestly I love Shannon but you know what I love to hear the crowd as well it's uh, sounding great over there in uh, London All right, Mike, listen, real quick, we want to throw it to a very quick timeout. We are going to take a short timeout. We're going to go to commercial break. We have driver introductions coming up next here in London. We're going to send it up to Sugar Doyle for that. We're going to take a very, very, very short timeout. When we come back, you've got driver introductions for the 2017 Molson Pace. How much pork roll can you eat in two minutes? Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment will host a pork roll eating contest this Saturday. You can enter for a chance to win $500 in the second annual contest. Entry forms are available in your live racing program, and 10 lucky contestants will be selected after race 3 with the contest after race 5. Contestants will have 2 minutes to chow down and eat as many pork roll slices as they can. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Two million dollars in purses. One unforgettable night. It's Sunstake Saturday at the Downs at the Weekend Sun Pocono on Saturday, July 1st. The best of the best make their way to Northeast Pennsylvania for this prestigious night of racing with the Earl Beale Jr. Memorial Trot, the James Lynch Philly Pace, the Max Emp Memorial Pace, and the Ben Franklin Free for All Pace. 
Post time is 6.30 p.m. Fans can enter now for a chance to meet Wiggle and Jiggle and his connections on Eliminations Night, June 24th. Email your entry and why you want this experience to meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com. That's meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com by June 14th. Sunsteak Saturday, July 1st at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Don't miss it. Garnett, down in front of us are the eight drivers who will take center stage for the Molson Pace. Let's send it upstairs, Shannon Sugar Doyle, for driver introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the drivers for the 2017 edition of uh, this year's Molson Pace Invitational Race Number 12. We're going to start left to right. This is the popular driver intros, and the, again, we're going to start left to right from post one. He's now in his 12th year of driving. He's a winner of more than 3,000 races, almost 50 million dollars in purse money. He calls Yonkers Raceway his home track. Tonight, he'll try to win the Molson Pace with morning flying favorite, bit of a legend. Welcome to the raceway, Jordan Strafton. No stranger to the winner's circle here in London. This popular pilot won our signature event with Longshot Eagle Luck back in 2008, a winner of over 6,000 races, and now a WEG circuit regular. Trying for another Molson Pace upset tonight with Rocket in Heaven. Welcome back, Trevor Henry. With almost 7,500 wins and close to $75 million in purse money earned, he's driven some of very nice horses along the way, including world record holder Always Be Mickey. Coming off a career best year for money earned in the bike, he's in with a great shot tonight aboard Clear Vision meet Brett Miller. He's returning to the familiar half-mile oval that saw him pick up his 1,000th career victory in just his third year of driving now with a decade of experience in the sulky. He's a go-to pilot on the wake circuit with over 2,500 $2, wins and $40 million earned. He's trying for his first ever Molson Pace win on Fool Me Once. Here is Doug McNair. <laughs> Well over 8,000 career driving wins and topping $100 million in purse earnings. He's the defending champ driver of the pace after posting a huge upset last year with Ethan a pleasure. They are both back with us tonight, and they'll be trying to double up on our signature event. Best of luck, Sylvan Filion. It's a race that he's wanted to win for a long time. Now he just missed last year with Sunfire Blue Chip after leading all the way, and it took a track record to beat him. Now a Yonkers Raceway regular. He's set to go over 6,000 career driving wins this season. Could this be the one for Mark? All the best for Mark McDonald. <laughs> a tough task for 
Eddie Horse in London is the outside post, but it can be done. This driver has competed in the pace twice before with all that's off, saved on both occasions, but it just wasn't meant to be. He won't be saved tonight, but he did with a shot with Rock and Ron. Welcome back to the raceway, Matt K. Kaylee. He's Canada's leading dash-winning driver thus far in 2017 with over 200 trips to the winner's circle. Well over half of those victories have come right here in London. Looking for a trip for the trailing spot with Nitro. You can bet that the Raceway faithful will be cheering on their own leading driver, Bob McClure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's your driving field. For the Molson Pace Invitational Race Number 12, we're getting set for T-shirt tosses now. Let them all hear you. Who's your favorite driver to win the Pace T-shirt toss time here in London? It's T-shirt toss time here in London. And Mike Bozich, how cool was that? As we're watching the feed and we're watching live here as the drivers throw T-shirts, they throw hats. This place went absolutely nuts over everybody. Certainly no question about it. We're back here in the post of the Mike and Mike Studios. Certainly looks like a lot of fun out there, but uh, big off to Greg Blanchard and a company there and Greg Gangle and uh, Sugar Doyle for arranging this. I mean, you know, listen, the Molson Pace is a great race. Don't get me wrong, but these guys at Western Fair make it uh, larger than life. And uh, in my opinion, that's just great. And, uh, try to catch one of them t-shirts, Mike, and bring them to me, will you? Yeah, listen, we got to try to make some money in the next couple of races. How about Foiled again? He's coming up next here at Western Fair. I cannot get enough of watching this horse race. Listen, you, you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody thinks. Foiled again, by far, is the, you know, probably the greatest, if not, um, you know, one of the greatest horses of all time. And, uh, you know, listen, it, it's just so much fun watching him race. Watching him warm up earlier, Garnett, you know, it's going to be tough from post six. There's no doubt about it. But watching him warm up, I'll tell you what, he looked strong and fast. And Mickey Burke was uh, putting the pressure to him. He looked sharp. He looked frisky. Uh, he looked like he appreciated the crowd applause, if that's possible for a horse to appreciate something like that. And you got to think Kikaili watching these races is going to try and roll him from the six hole here, at least uh, to get position near the front. All right. Well, listen, I know they've been giving him a lot of crap over the past uh, 24 to 48 hours. Jess Scott is with Mark McDonald, who's oh. attempting to Thanks win to his there. first Molson Pete. Hey guys, I'm heading back to the paddock with Mark McDonald, driver of Sunfire Blue Chip, who just missed last year, and like you said, everyone's been giving him crap. What does it feel like for everybody picking on you? Uh, I'm used to it. I come from a big family. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Anthony said earlier, you need to win it because you're getting too many gray hairs. I don't, you probably didn't hear it, so I'm just giving you a warning That's about that. <laughs> Fourth time trying for the Molson Pace. Um, you draw a post six. There's a lot of speed in here. Yeah. What are you thinking going into it? Uh, you know, a half mile track. My horse likes to be uh, driven aggressive, so we're, you know we're gonna take a look, leaving, and uh, you know hopefully he gets out of there good, and I can get him positioned somewhere close to the front, or you know, and there is a lot of speed, but we'll see what happens. You never know, half mile track. We're gonna make a race of it. Well, good luck to you, and thank you for your time. Okay, thank you. Back up to you, Mike. All right, that was Jess Scott with Mark McDonald. Listen, Garnett, I don't know how much you follow NASCAR, but there's a famous race call from 1998 where Ken Squire said, 20 years of trying, 
20 years of frustration, and the man, Dale Earnhardt, finally won the Daytona 500. Mark McDonald is trying to become the Dale Earnhardt of the Molson Pace here tonight. Well, I think he would have a much better shot if he had a better post. But that being said, uh, I'm only right about 35% of the time, so he still might have a 65% chance of winning. Listen, uh, if this was Mike Bozich's show bet, uh, he would have maybe a 25% chance of winning. So, so you know what? As long as Mike doesn't uh, bet him, we're in good shape. Right, Mike? Well, listen, guys, uh, that's absolutely right. And uh, Mark McDonald's looking to end that streak tonight. It's going to be very tough from the outside. But obviously, Sunfire Blue Chip has a lot of speed and is probably going to figure on using it, as uh, Mark told Jessica. But, uh, guys, listen, in a few minutes, it's going to be, in my opinion, an electric situation at Western Fair as number six foiled again makes his way in front of the grandstands to post parade so that's what I'm looking forward to and and Mike I know uh, I'm a little bit behind you we've got six minutes to post and we definitely have some bills to pay so uh, let me take a quick time out and uh, and we'll get back to you do we have time to do that before the parade yeah we've got five minutes to post they come out at two Mike so we got a, a short a short time remain so go for it Okay, when we come back, it's the post parade for race number 11, the Invitational. And, of course, the 12th race is the big one, the Molson Pace. Don't go anywhere. This very special edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. The, uh, post Time with Mike and Mike. Of course, log on to posttimewithmikeandmike.com. But Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America rolls on after this timeout. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. How much pork roll can you eat in two minutes? Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment will host a pork roll eating contest this Saturday. You can enter for a chance to win $500 in the second annual contest. Entry forms are available in your live racing program, and 10 lucky contestants will be selected after race 3 with the contest after race 5. Contestants will have two minutes to chow down and eat as many pork roll slices as they can. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations. Racehorse Adoption Program. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. Mike, take it away, live at Western Fair. All right, the horses are coming onto the racetrack. Invitational Handicap Field, purse $12,500. It's a field of seven, Garnett Barnsdale. Let's kick it off. The one horse, they call me Gordy, driven by Trevor Henry, who was once the king of this track. 
Got a little bit of speed. Likely be at least up near the pace early. See where he is late. All right. We started this a little early. Coming out of the tunnel now is the two Gold Star Badlands. Taking a very big jumping class uh, against Invitational Company. Gets assigned to post number two here tonight. 13 to 1. Going to take a little bit of an effort. The three-horse rise up now, driven by Doug McNair's already got two wins tonight. Trained by Richard Moreau, leading trainer of the WEG circuit. You'll notice this horse has the capability of going 53 and change to the half. You might see McNair try to roll this one here. You could do worse than take a shot at him at 6-1. to one. The four, Boom Boom Valley Keel, has a very big chance to win this race from post four. Has a lot of early speed, currently at 2-1. to one. The five-horse daylight Rush, driven by Mark McDonald, trained by Blake McIntosh, may have the best front-end speed in this race. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on top at the quarter, maybe with Foyle again coming at him on the outside. Listen, we're going to take this one in. Coming up now, here he is, the $7 million man. He has made over $7 million in his career, has won three races this year of over $50,000. A mark of 152 and four at Dover Downs. He's driven by Matt Kikeli, trained by Ron Burke. Here he is, foiled again. And the seven, Champagne Phil. This is going to be a tough task, uh, Garnett, from out here. Bob McClure gets the drive. And, you know, I, I just I have a hard time seeing Champagne Phil. You know, 8-1 to one seems like a bit of an underlay, if you ask me. This horse hasn't shown any ability to race from the outside, taking a big jump in class against a very good field. And on the monitor, he's facing foil again. I'm with you there. I can't really see him from the seven hole here. Most seven horses have been up against it so far tonight. Um, I think for any seven horse to have a chance, he'd have to be one that looks like he can clear basically immediately, and I can't see that here. All right, Mike, we're just a couple of minutes away from the Invitational Handicap. Foiled again, currently on the television screen. And I'll tell you what, he, you know, he looks good. He looked good walking, coming up in front, of, excuse me, in front of us. And warming up right now, he doesn't, you know, nothing seems to be out of the way with Foiled again. He looks like the perfect racehorse. And as he comes by, the crowd may go nuts again. But, Mike, how does Foiled again look to you? Well, 13 years old, $7.5 million on the track. He looks fantastic. And uh, on paper, he looks okay as well against these. I mean, he was facing the winners over at Yonkers uh, from the inside, finishing sixth last time to Mossdale Connor, a horse that we'll see coming up on Sunday at uh, Harris, Philadelphia, in the Ben Stafford. But uh, this horse has still been showing pretty good form. I mean, one from the rail, uh, four starts back. Three starts he lost. Uh, three starts ago, lost to Take a a very nice horse, defeated Bad New Hanover again. That was from the rail. Draws the outside here today, Mike. Obviously, that's going to be a, a tough assignment for uh, perhaps the greatest horse in a harness racing history, but we'll see what happens right now. Three to one on the board listen, for Foyle to get. Listen, you're going to have to ignore uh, our friend Jennifer Otten over here, who uh, who just yelled at us for muting her. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, Jessica's in now. Jessica, you, listen, you're you're a horsewoman. The one thing that you have over some of the rest of us is, you know, of course, Garnett owns a couple of horses, but you're in the business. You know what you're looking for as far as confirmation goes and things of that sort. You watch Foyle again on the racetrack here tonight. What do you see in him, and uh, you know, does it? How good does he look to you? He's a tank. He's like perfect, and his personality is cool too. Like literally, posed for a picture, he's playing with his mouth and his tongue. He's a super calm horse to be around. He just absolutely looks amazing. He's like absolutely perfect in my in my eyes. 
All right, you heard it from Jessica. Foiled again, currently 2-1. to one. He's currently the uh, second choice, or excuse me, currently the co-favorite with number four, Boom Boom Bally Keel. You know, a horse that we haven't really talked about, Garnett, and we're going to talk about right now is Daylight Rush was sixth in the Confederation Cup uh, against Western fame Check Six and Mr. Wigglepants. That was a definitely a loaded field. He comes in tonight with a definite chance against this group. Yeah, you know, he's my top pick. I think he's got a lot of speed. And I really think uh, Boom Boom Ballykeel's being wildly overbet here. He faced much easier last time, had really easy fractions on the front end. I, I know he's got Louis Philip Waugh, which is a big uh, plus, but I, I really couldn't take uh, nine to five on this horse. I think uh, there's much better options than Boom Boom Ballykeel if you're betting this race. You know, and real quick, Mike, we're going to throw it back to you before we go to the gate. Seven to two on the five. Uh, daylight rush. I went four, five, six here. Just a few of us left in the pick four sequence. You know, it's it just, it seems like it's these three and uh, it's tough to go outside of that. Well, this is the race I went all in guys, because uh, this is going to be a little bit of an interesting scenario. I mean, I think the key is here. What does Foyle begin decide to do? I mean, I think daylight rush is definitely leaving inside of him. Foiled again is uh, could be strung out, and if you've got an outside speed scenario, that's the you know, and I know the track's not favoring it, but I kind of like to look to the inside closes there, so I can see a possibility of for once on this night the speed possibly breaking down and, and maybe the one two three uh, tripping out to get the job done. At least that's what I figured in my pick four anyway. But when my four broke last race, that uh, kind of ended all that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's race eleven coming up. And of course, don't go anywhere. The big one is coming up next, guys. After this one, the Molson Pace. I can't wait. If foiled again wins here, we'll send our Jess Cotton to the winner's circle for live reaction. It's race number 11. Here he is, the $7 million man taking on the rest of them in race 11. Let's go up to Shannon Sugardial for the live call of race 11. Foiled again, Mac Achille. Champagne Phil, Bob McGlure. Field of seven, picking up speed. Race 11 in London starting right now. The Rock leaving out. Daylight Russian McDonald inside to be second. Rise up now, crossing right over. Daylight Rush to assume command. Already thinking about a second rise up now. McNair trying to settle that one down in the pocket. Boom, boom, Ballyhill got away nicely in third. A midfield fourth for Foiled again. Traveling in fifth, they call me Gordy. Next to last was Gold Star Badlands. Champagne Phil is trailing. Opening quarter mile bullet. 26 and four for a fired up daylight rush. He leads by two open lengths. Rise Up Now continues to be second, thinking about a third, a boom, boom, ballet keel, foiled again, is on holding four, they call me Gordy, looks at it from fifth, sixth best still, gold star, badland, champagne fill is getting underway, it's a lap to go here in the 11th, and they're still being led by daylight rush. Boom, boom, Valley Hill now reaching up to the wheel, inside to be third, is Rise Up Now, good positioning, if he's good enough. Foiled again is second over and fourth. Fifth it in for They Call Me Gordy. Sixth and wide, Champagne Phil and trailing Gold Star Badlands. The half was up in 55 and four. Daylight Rush, the lead is down to a head, being pressed right along now by Boom Boom Ballyheel, who's high tailing it. Rise up now is third, outside and fourth. Foiled again. Two and a half off the lead after three quarters and one, 24 oh, and one. And now it's a head in front for Boom Boom Ballyheel and Wall. 
Second best on the inside. Daylight Rush foiled again. It's still awesome seeing foiled again in London. He's on the outside challenging for third and way out wide. Champagne Bill. Boom, boom, Valley Keel. Foiled again. Battle's on for second. Boom, boom, Valley Keel wins. Champagne Bill. Let's all right, that was race number 11. I took, kind of took the mic away there a little early, uh, Mike Bozich. We were all cheering, I think, for Foiled again uh, there to come down. And look, you know what? He, he did race very well, considering the grind he had. He was gapped second over on the outside, turning for home. And you know what? I honestly, Garnett, didn't think he was going to get there. And, uh, Mike, I, I want to get your view on this as well. Honestly, I didn't think he had it. And then uh, all of a sudden, he just kicked into high gear. Yeah, no Mike? question about it. I mean, it was a good run by uh, or a good race by Champagne Phil, too, closing well. But boom, boom, Bally Keel. You know, guys, I mean, Louis-Philippe Wah just does it and does it and does it and does it. And, you know, all drivers uh, kind of go through hot streaks and cold streaks, and you just kind of wait for Louis-Philippe Wah to kind of uh, settle down and cool down. But uh, he's not. I mean, he just keeps winning and winning and winning. And I'm like Garnett. I thought Boom Boom Ballinkiel at 3-2 to two was just a, an unbelievable underlay. And, uh, hey, they proved me wrong. Here's the amazing thing about Wah. Um, numerous drivers have put this horse in a first up position and he couldn't take air. He, he you know, he was uh, first up for almost three quarters of a mile and he drives away. Wad just gets runs out of horses that you don't really expect. Boom, boom, Valley Kill's best miles have been uh, covered up on the inside and kind of escaping late. And uh, he won a huge trip there and, you know, all the credit to the driver, I think, or some to the horse, but uh, Wad is just incredible. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. We're going to pay some bills. When we come back, race number 12, the Molson Pace is up next. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Every dream has a start, and this one is ours. To trot and pace fast, faster than all the others, and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone. 
puts you in the driver's seat. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 Equine Census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. Eagle Luck and Grand Bend Turbo. They're hitting the wire three across. It's an upset for the ages as Trevor Henry and Eagle Luck have captured the Molson pace. Foiled again, keeping one to West at bay, but he's coming again. Stonebridge Terror on the far outside. A great finish in the face. Stonebridge Terror and one the West. Philadelphia foiled again, just gave them the slip. He opened up four and he's long gone. Third time the charm for Foiled again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Into the home stretch, here comes Clear Vision. They're a deep stretch now. Razzle Dazzle, Foiled again. Clear Vision, three across to the wire. Foiled again. Treasurer, Foiled again. Their heads apart. Better than Cheddar's dying for racing room. Keystone Velocity, deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's going to win it. Left to go. This is Foiled again being awesome. It's awesome being Foiled again. Apprentice Hanover may have him. Here's State Treasurer foiled again. Apprentice Hanover, State Treasurer. Eighth of a mile left to go. Time to show him if you got him. All bets off still there. State Treasurer may have gotten him. Even in the pleasure punching through three across. State Treasurer. History in the Molson page. Blue chip, could this be the one for Mark? Outside, even at a pleasure. All bets off in McWicket. Sun. Fire blue chip for the upset. Evening of pleasure at Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson Pace Shocker 150 and 3 track record. That just happened.
We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter, Garnett Barnsdale, Kate Wiggins is here taking pictures for us. Jessica's friend, Natty, is here. Jessica Otten is here. We've got a lot of people joining us on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. And back in the back paddock now, we've got a uh, special interview with Bob McClure as he talks about his drive on Night Pro coming up here in Race 12. Jessica? Hey guys, I'm back here with Bob McClure driving my pick for the Molson Pace Night Pro. Um, this is your very first Molson Pace. Are you nervous? Are you excited? What are you thinking going into tonight's race? I'm looking forward to it. I'm not really nervous. Um, towards the end of the night, uh, I had a few under me, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, whatever happens, happens. Got the eight holes, I'm kind of at the mercy of the race anyway, so we'll just see how things play out and go from there. Have you talked to Dale at all about how you're hoping the race sets out or what kind of trip you want out of here? I talked to Dale and I talked to Ron Wren, and they both said basically he's a nice horse. You can do what you want. Um, like I said, from the evil, you can't really plan it. So we'll just we'll just go from there, and uh, hopefully we get a nice trip into it, and he fires home. Well, thank you very much, and good luck. And that was Bob McClure for you guys with my pick, Night Pro, because Michigan rocks. Thank you. Jessica, thank Back you, you so much. Thanks, Jessica, for all of your paddock interviews all night. We certainly appreciate uh, everything you have done with for us. And Jessica's going to make her way back over. We're going to go around the horn to talk about our selections in the Molson Pace, even though Jessica's made it pretty clear that she's going to go against the uh, against me, an Ohio person, with her Michigan horse. Well, we'll deal with that when she gets back. Uh, but listen, uh, this race uh, sets up to be one of the uh, deepest fields that the Molson Pace has seen in a very, very long time, Garnett. Clear vision, current, well, the odds just disappeared. They don't have a tote board here at Western Fair. They do have two uh, video boards on the infield, so we'll get the odds here in just a minute. But clear vision is coming off a decent win at the Meadowlands. Came home in 25-4, and 149 effort. I heard, I've heard some people say that that was not an, a good effort at all. I'll tell you what, that was a bomb effort if you ask me, Garnett. Absolutely, but the thing you also need to notice, too, is that Two races back at Tioga um, from the rail. Look at the fractions this horse had. 26 and 1, 53 flat, 120 and 3, and he just got picked up in 149 and 4. So if you're thinking based on his last race that this horse is coming from off the pace, um, Brent Miller with an inside post, I'm sure, is going to use it, and Clear Vision is probably going to leave in the top three here, if not the top two. Mike uh, just sent us a uh, text, 4-1 to one on Clear Vision currently. Uh, Mike, let's talk about who you like here. These pick fours are paying out of this world for a $1 investment. And uh, I believe some of us are, uh, some of us are still alive. Um, this guy, who didn't play his ticket, is still alive. That's the way it a $60 is. ticket. I'm not playing it. And look at these payoffs, 5000 3000 200 300 Mike, I tell you what, for not playing my ticket, I'm kicking myself again. Well, that's all right. You know, it wouldn't be the first time. But, uh, yeah, clear vision right now is 4-1. to one. I don't expect him, the 11-year-old, to stay that way because, like I said, he's just razor sharp right now. I've been watching this horse over the past month and a half. And I honestly, uh, this is the sharpest I've seen this 11-year-old in quite some time. Very nice winter last time in that 149 uh, thing, holding uh, the 149-mile last race holding off Chris and me, who was just closing uh, unbelievably. 25-4 and four last quarter for clear vision, despite being used in the middle part of that race to get himself into good position. So uh, I think clear vision is a super sharp right now. 
And uh, I think he definitely has to be the favorite in here. Bit of a legend's the morning line favorite. Draws the inside. Obviously, a trip is very uh, possible for him. But, guys, here's what's going to be interesting. I think you're going to have a lot of speed on the outside. Uh, Mark McDonald, in our interview earlier today with Jessica Otten, already stated that Sunfire Blue Chip will be firing out from post six. And the Rock and Ron probably will be firing out from post seven. So this could be a very lively tempo, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what Brett Miller decides to do from the three, if he wants to mix it up or if he wants to try to maybe pick him up off cover. But uh, I think this race has got an opportunity to go very, very fast early on, guys. Yeah, I completely agree with you. This race could go very fast. I could see a track record performance here. We've seen some very fast miles. Earlier in the night, Garnett and I were kind of questioning whether or not it could actually happen. But I'll tell you what, it could definitely go down. Mike, I don't mean to cut you off, but the horses are stepping onto the racetrack in extended post parade here at Western Fair. And Garnett and I are going to go through the field here of Pacers. Number one is Bit of a Legend, the 25th, excuse me, 2016 Levy Series winner, coming off a third place effort against Open Handicap, was fourth in the Levy this year. This is Bit of a Legend making. He's made, excuse me, he made $723,000 last year. He's driven by Jordan Stratton, trained by Peter Tritton. It's a bit of a legend, number one. Now, as they come down in front of the stands here, we can see them exiting the uh, paddock tunnel. And uh, Garnett, we're going to let you kick it off with number two here. The two-horse rocking in heaven uh, comes off a sharp win at Mohawk against much lesser, but he's, uh, he's raced well against better in the past. He is one of the best half-mile track drivers in the world on him here, Trevor Henry. Don't be surprised if Trevor gets his horse into the high five. I don't think uh, he's a win threat, although he's taking some money. He's only 6-1 to one on the board. I think he's more likely to finish maybe in the third, fourth, or fifth slot. Maybe a good place to put that one in your high five ticket. Number two, Rockin' in Heaven being shown off to the crowd. Owner Dr. Ian Moore, trainer Dr. Ian Moore. Trevor Henry is in the bike. Dr. Ian Moore has won this race before. He knows what it takes. He brought State Treasurer here. And if you remember correctly, State Treasurer, he was on the front. He made a break. State Treasurer just knew what he was doing. Number three is Clear Vision. Trained by Jennifer Lappy, Brett Miller is the driver. Made only $60,000 in 16 starts last year. Has come back with a vengeance this year. Clear Vision uh, raced very well against Delta Winner and Chris and me in his last start. Number three, Clear Vision. Number four, Fool Me Once is the now horse. He's, he switched into trainer Richard Moreau's barn three starts back. April 29th, and since then has reeled off open length wins in 150 and 1, 150 and 150 and 4 at Mohawk, pretty much under a death grip in all three of those starts. You can do a lot worse than taking Fool Me Once here. Richard Moreau has already won four races on this card. One thing about it, Garnett, Moreau and McNair are a deadly, deadly combination, and it's one that you're definitely going to watch out for. We have four horses on the racetrack. And we didn't explain this before, but what we do here on Post Time with Mike and Mike is we do it just like the Kentucky Derby. We go through each horse as they come out onto the racetrack, and it's something uh, we kind of pride ourselves on doing. Number five in the field will be the next one to show his face, and we're going to talk in depth about the five horse here in just a second because this horse, and I'm going to quote Shannon Sugar Doyle last year, a Molson Pace shocker 
that just happened. That's the, you know, he couldn't believe it. I don't think anybody could believe it. Number five is Eden and a Pleasure. Richard Moreau, again, trying to win the Molson Pace. Not really the big odds. Check out this odds board. It, there's only one horse at double-digit odds, and it's number seven. We'll get to Rock and Ron in a minute. The five, Eden and a Pleasure, trained by Richard Moreau, owned by Gaston Blay. Sylvain Fillion in the Sulky for Even and a Pleasure. It's been a tough year for Even and a Pleasure. Has only uh, hit the board twice in four starts. 50% not, uh, not all that bad. The six-horse Sunfire Blue Chip comes off uh, pretty much what I would think of as a phenomenal effort considering uh, considering he was on the, on the lead at the quarter and being overtaken in 25-4, and four, shuffled back to fourth, pulled again at the three-quarters, only lost by a head in 150 flat in the slop. He likes London. He's only had four starts this year. Trained by Jimmy Tactor, driven by Mark McDonald. Not my top pick, but he's nine to one on the board. I think there's some value there. Wait, wait a minute. Did you just say there's value in Sunfire? Wait a minute. When Derek was on a few minutes ago, oh yeah, you know, oh you know, I wasn't sure, wasn't sure, and now, now he's got the value. If listen, if this happened. I've got the Daytona 500 queued up over here. We're going to play the 20 because I tell you, Mark McDonald has been trying so hard to win this race. Number seven in the field is up next. Garnett. I'm going to let you introduce this one because I want Night Pro because, you know, for obvious reasons. Go for it. Rock and Run is a horse that uh, came to Canada last year and beat Wiggle It Jiggle It twice, I believe. Once in the uh, Confederation Cup, once in the Pre-Date. He races best up near the front. He's, he might have a little bit of trouble um, getting there tonight, but um, he's taking a little bit of money, twelve to one. I, I don't like him too much from the seven hole, but you know, I mean, uh, we don't we don't know how the race is going to go until the wings unfold, and uh, he's a sharp horse. All right, number seven, Rock and Ron is on the racetrack, and I appreciate you, uh, you know, n- not yelling at me for picking favorites. <laughs> Picking favorites. Yeah. Oh, that's what I get. It's my show. Number eight in the field is world champion Night Pro. And Night Pro has proven that he belongs in this field here tonight. He suffered an injury not long after the Molson pace just two years ago. We talked to trainer uh, Dale Decker and owner Dale Decker earlier. He says that Night Pro is geared up and ready to go. And who better, Garnett, to ha- have in the sulky? Then Bob McClure. That's the field for the 2017 $150,000 Molson Pace. Mike, what's it look like on your end? How do you, uh, how do you, uh, as they come onto the racetrack, what do you think here? I think Clear Vision right now at 7 to 2 is unbelievable. By far the sharpest horse in this race. Maybe uh, Fool Me Once is uh, a little bit, uh, uh, or is maybe as sharp, but honestly, Clear Vision is just so good right now. I think this horse adds, it was uh, $2.7 million, but uh, everybody really looks good on the track. Night Pro starting from the second tier, by the way. And once again, guys, we are each and every one of you to wager this race on betamerica.com because, guys, you can have this is a second chance promotion that is really unbelievable. Up to twenty dollars if you bet the horse to win and the horse runs up to twenty dollars, you get your money back. So if you're a five or a ten dollar win better, up that bet to fifteen or twenty because if your horse runs second, you're going to get your money. So uh, it's a, definitely a great deal. If you don't have a uh, if you don't have an account on Bet America, do so now. BetAmerica.com. And uh, if you haven't wagered uh, on Bet America for a while, make sure you do that as well. But, guys, we are closing in on post time uh, that the post parade was just going. Mike, how is the crowd out there? Is the crowd starting, assemble, uh, starting to assemble towards the racetrack? 
The crowd is definitely assembling towards the racetrack. Super high five tickets are on the screen. It's kind of cool, Garnett, real quick, before we talk about the crowd. It's kind of cool to see my ticket appear on the uh, television screen. But uh, listen, the crowd is fantastic. Uh, Every one of them was standing and cheering. When Foiled again came back by here, Mike, the reception he got, he ate it up. I tell you, he did a zinata dance right in front of this grandstand. He, uh, everybody stood up and clapped for him, and uh, it was uh, kind of fun to watch. Let's go around the horn one final time. We're showing zero minutes to post, and we know who the Michigan native likes. Listen, you know, O-H-I-O, not Michigan Blue, okay? So let's talk with Jessica. And Jessica, real quick, let's talk. You, you've said it all night. You like Night Pro. What do you like about him? He's from Michigan. No, I'm just kidding. He's raced really well. He's come back really good this year. He's put in some good miles at Northfield, at Hoosier. He just got beat last week. I really have faith in him. I'm really proud that he's from Michigan. And I really hope we can pull the upset here. Go Blue and go Night Pro. All right. There's the Michigan native. Garnett is taking care of something currently, so we'll get to Garnett here in just a minute. Guys, my pick is clear vision from the inside. Five to two is a very good price uh, currently on a clear vision for trainer Jennifer Lappy coming off a very big effort from post six at the Meadowlands. Garnett, who do you like here, buddy? Well, I got to go to the rail. Uh, once I heard Jordan Stratton's strategy, I think it makes a lot of sense. I Speed's been winning all night. I can't see him uh, giving up the lead. He might let one go and, and pull again. I don't like the six to five uh, price, so I played a uh, high five wager one with three four eight with three four eight with all with all only twenty four bucks. I can live. Uh, I can live not cashing that if I lose, but I think he's got a pretty good shot. All right, guys, as we're getting ready to go to the gate, Mike, who do you like here? As we toss it to you. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting if Evening of Pleasure wins. What kind of call will Sugar Doyle give if Evening of Pleasure repeats the feat? Now, obviously, I don't think he's going to be as big of odds as he was last time, but still it would certainly be an upset nonetheless. Um, you know, Night Pro, obviously, the Cinderella story, but does bring the credentials. I mean, finished second to Rock and Roll World. Right now, that is the fastest pace so far this season, and he finished second. He was right there setting that tempo, losing to Rock and Roll World, who was that big purchase by a Tom Pollock and company, will be in action on Sunday at Harris, Philadelphia in the Ben Stafford. But I'm sticking with Clear Vision, guys. I mean, I've been watching this horse for a long time, and he's feeling just so good right now. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going with three Clear Vision. Five to two on the board right now is very, very generous. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's a special feeling uh, right now. I know I'm still uh, about 30 seconds behind you guys, but on the graphic on the Western Fair, Uh, television monitors you can see the molson pace trophy and uh, i'll tell you what whoever's going to get it is going to earn it because i think this pace is going to be fast 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 early on yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens here in race number 12 the molson pace garnett one you know any final thoughts going into the race um i'm with you in thinking that if uh if somebody pushes the pacer we might see a track record i'd I was uh, not on board with that earlier than I, but seeing how fast they've been going, um, and there's absolutely no wind here. The, the conditions might be a lot better than originally I thought. All right, guys, final thoughts have been given. Again, you can still wager on race number 12. Post time coming up here in just a couple of minutes, Mike. 
it's uh, you know interesting to see what's going on. Evening a pleasure currently on the back on the TV monitors. Uh, evening a pleasure pulling off the monumental upset last year in this race. Rocket in heaven, eleven to one, guys. I'll tell you what, that's a heck of a price for Rocket in heaven. Although, if you look at the program, Rocket in heaven is the one inside horse that doesn't have a lot of early speed. Well, listen, it tells you I something when the longest shot on the board is 18 to 1, guys. And, uh, you know, that's Rock and Ron, who beat Wiggle and Jiggle, as Garnett said, twice uh, last year. So this horse is obviously capable, although from post seven. I know I cut Garnet off there, but I just wanted to make sure to let everybody know that uh, you definitely want to demand value in here because, uh, honestly, when it gets down to it, going to be dependent on the trip, and I know the trip scenario may not be in favor of Rock and Ron, but 17 to 1 is very good value, guys. All right, guys, well, here it is. It's the 12th race. It's the $150,000 Molson Pace from Western Fair Raceway in London, Ontario. Shannon Sugar Doyle has the live call of race number 12. Good luck, everybody. It's post time for race 12 in London. Post time, gates moving. On the rail, Jordan Stratton, Rockin' in Heaven, Trevor Henry, Clear Vision, Brett Miller, Fool Me Once, Doug McNair, Eden in a Pleasure, Sylvain Sillion, Sunfire Blue Chip, Mark McDonald, Rock and Ron, Mackie Kelly, Treading Out, Night Pro, Bob McClure, Top of the Stretch. Starting gate picking up speed. It's the 2017 Molson Pace. Here they come. They're off, and it is on. Even in the pleasure got to jump on them. Bit of a legend along the inside of his second son. Fire Blue Chip is leaving out for McDonald. Even in a pleasure, he's going to make front. Even in a pleasure, is cleared. Bit of a legend, though, already thinking of coming back out and around. He's moving. Bit of a legend, Jordan Stratton wants the lead. He's going to get him there. Bit of a legend, here comes your opening quarter mile. It's got to be a bullet. Boom. 26 and 3. Bit of a legend on top. Even though a pleasure is second. Sunfire Blue Chip is third. The backfield's in motion. Nitro. Nitro McClure moving first up, following on the live cover. Clear vision. Getting shuffled is Rockin' in Heaven. Out into the flow was Fool Me Once. Trailer outside. Rockin' Ron. It's going to be four in. It's going to be four out. Almost one left. Bit of a legend leading by the Bit of a legend in this race, Mike. 
Unbelievable, guys. Absolutely unbelievable. I mean, this was just a heck of an effort. Was driven very, very well by Jordan Stratton. High reigned at the top of the stretch and just had plenty left in the tank off of that 26-3. and three. I was able to uh, rate that uh, middle half there quite nicely, but the 123-3 and three and finishing that mile in a very solid 151-3. and three. Hats off to the connections. Uh, trainer Pete Tritton and driver Jordan Stratton, a bit of a legend. Yeah, yeah you know, I think uh, Jordan kind of tipped his hand uh, and uh, basically telling us that that was the way he was going to drive this race. And for me, that kind of settled who my top pick was. Um, sensational effort again by Evening of Pleasure. You know, Philion really knows how to get him out the gate at this track. And, uh, you know, Derek Gibner was not totally wrong. Um, the five and six were there and blew up my ticket. But uh, the one, uh, you know, once he retook, I had a pretty good feeling he was going to be the winner. All right. Love we that we are the champions. Just love listening to the uh, atmosphere out there. And uh, of course, the uh, and listen, guys, Western Fair does this thing right. I mean, it was just unbelievable with the, the whole driver introductions. And uh, of course, the uh, kind of close up grandstand, as I like to say, you can get a lot of people uh, packed in, in a very small area. and The crowd was going wild. Five evening of pleasure almost was able to do it, guys. Finishing second, uh, number six, Sunfire Blue Chip was third, and two Rocket in Heaven uh, finished fourth. Uh, clear vision, guys. I thought this horse would uh, race a little bit better. Just tonight was not his night. No, not really the right trip for him. Uh, trying to come, trying to come second over there behind Night Pro. Second over hasn't really been a good trip here tonight. Um, you kind of knew what it. We kind of knew at the three quarters it was going to come down to a bit of a legend. Can he hold off even at a pleasure? He had plenty left to do that. And uh, he's a deserving winner. But let's be honest, post position was his best friend. Now, Garnett, I know you had the one on top. I didn't quite catch you. You had second or third in that high five. I'll just ask you in very uh, blunt terms. Are you buying dinner tonight? Uh, maybe for myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in other words, no, I wasn't really close to hitting it. I think it's going to pay very well. The super paid gotcha. a thousand bucks with the five, six, and two next. Yeah, I was right about uh, Trevor Henry getting a piece of it there from the two hole. I see that. And good for the guys at Western Fair, by the way. They just crossed the. I just posted the graphic on the television monitors. They did one hundred and seven thousand dollars total uh, in that race. So hats off to the guys at Western Fair that worked very, very hard uh, to make sure that uh, they get the, the biggest pulls possible in this particular race. And uh, well, I'll tell you, a bit of a legend. I mean, this is a horse that really had a big year last year. Made over seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Is a millionaire. And I'll tell you what's going to be interesting. Each this could be the beginning of a very, very big weekend, guys, for trainer Pete Tritton because Pete has got uh, a couple of horses. He's got a horse in every race, and the big three races coming up at Harris Philadelphia on Sunday. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting to see. And, and Pete Tritton, honestly, from getting his comments, he thinks that Moss Day O'Connor horse is coming to Ben Stafford that is just as bit of a good as bit of a legend who picks up the victory here tonight. I know Mike is making his way down uh, to the winner's circle. I see Jeff Gottens there as well. So we're definitely going to have winner's circle reactions uh, and a lot more coming up. We're going to take a short time out as uh, we see the Jubilant Winner's Circle activity taking place with uh, driver Jordan Stratton, trainer Pete Tritton, and gang. We'll be up right after this timeout with Winner's Circle reactions on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. 
We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Congratulations to trainer Pete Tritton, owner Harry Von Noblock, and driver Jordan Stratton. The winning connections of the 2017 Molson Pace. Bit of a legend. Takes care of business as the favorite. And uh, Mike Carter is live down in the winner's circle. Mike, take it away. Myself and Jess got down here in the winner's circle. Listen, we talked to you before the race. You are extremely confident about your chances in this race. Talk to us a little bit about the trip. Like we said earlier, if he could get to the front, you know, I know he can leave fast enough at Yonkers. It's not always beneficial to leave that fast, but the front end's been holding up all night, and I was lucky to get the front. Go ahead, Jessica. I know you got a good one. I have one question. What is going through your head right now? Are you excited? Are you happy? Are you happy it's over? What does it feel like to win the Wilson Pace? Uh, you know, the, all the connections are pretty confident going in, but my heart's going a million miles an hour. To win a race like this, all the people in the stands and everything, it's just it's a dream come true. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Now, Jordan, real quick before we let you go. When Evening of Pleasure went around, went around you, I'm sure the, that's the last horse you were looking for, was Evening of Pleasure going around that first turn. Uh, what did you think going up the back stretch? You know, if, if you go back and watch all the replays, it's always Evening of Pleasure, the first one out of the gate. You know, he's had a two-hole and win, I, I think, the year before. And, you know, I was a little worried about him at, on my back, but I, I was happy Clear Vision was the first, first over. Well, Jordan, congratulations. You're the winner of the 2017 Molson Pit. Thank you. Mike, uh, that was Jordan Stratton, and uh, listen, a very jubilant crowd down here in the winter circle. 
Yeah, and you're getting a lot of TV airplay, by the way, yourself and Jessica Otten and uh, your future bride, uh, Kate Wiggins, down here in the winter circle right now. Of course, uh, here are the feed in the post tab of the Mike and Mike Studios. We're a good 45 seconds to a minute behind you on the television. But uh, let's get the payoff. Spit of a legend pays 380 to win, uh, 270 to place, 210 to show, five evening of pleasure, 870 to place, $6 to show, number six, Sunfire Blue Chip returns 620 to show. Your uh, 20 cent super pays $202.65. That's a 1562. Uh, your pick threes, uh, 141 for, 50, for 20 cents, pays $11.65. The pick four, four of four for a dollar, $244.30 and 30 cents in a very logical sequence. I think that's a, quite a good payoff. $48.86 for 20 cents. And a super high five pays 5000 $200. I didn't get the rest of that, but uh, 5200 and uh, some dollars. I guess if you hit a ticket for uh, $5,200, uh, I guess you're probably not worried about the uh, 30 or 40 extra dollars uh, that it brings. Mike Carter uh, is down in the winner's circle, still making his way back up to the broadcast location. It's 1134 Eastern time. It's been a late one, and uh, we saw some great, great racing action here today, uh, capped off by a bit of a legend's win in the Molson pace, Mike. Mike, can you hear me? I got you, buddy. All right, guys. Well, it has been a lot of fun here at Western Fair. I see the security guards get ready to come kick us out. But uh, we've had a lot of fun. Garnett, thank you so much for joining us. Jessica, listen, thank you for all your help. We had a blast. Listen, give me that look because, because one of two reasons. One, I called you Jennifer. <laughs> and two, because of, the whole, because of the whole Michigan thing. But listen, we've had a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who sat here and joined us. On behalf of Mike Bozich, Garnett Barnsdale, Jess Cotton, I'm Michael Carter. We thank you for joining us. We'll see you next Thursday here on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Coverage of the 2017 Molson Base from Western Fair was brought to you by Bet America. Play the Bet America way. The Meadowlands Racetrack and Entertainment, home of the Hambletonian. The Stable.ca, the affordable way to own a racehorse. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack, visit runaces.com. New vocations, make your next horse a next racehorse. Hoosier Park Racing and Casino, home of the 2017 Breeders' Crown Championship. Embroidery Unlimited, your home for all of your embroidery needs. And the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono, catch Sun Steak Saturday on July 1st.